yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 146. <laughs> it's all good, Terrell. Um, it's all good. Try to stay sharp. You know, we try <laughs> to stay, you know. Happy Friday. Um, shout out to all of the blank um, Zodiac. Aries. Aries, Aries season. Aries season. April is here. Turn up, man. Hey, look, and I want to start the podcast with a book recommendation. It's not like it has to be a chapter or anything, but I'm just going to get it out the way. But April... Shout out April, Airy season, but the book recommendation is going to be The Creative Act, um, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. Believe it or not, this book came out in the beginning of this year. When I went in there, I wanted to get the, like, the paperback version, and they was like, nah, it's too new. But okay, it's basically, honestly, I really don't even know what the book is going to be really about. It has little pages like that, look. Where there's literally just a, a statement on the page. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But he read does, that. Read that. Read that. What does it say? It says, art creates a profound connection between the audience between the audience and the artist. Through that connection, both can heal. Uh-huh. So you see how he's talking about like, it's a creative whack, but uh, I'm fucking this up. <laughs> <laughs> go, get, go get the book. <laughs> but, hey, look. Let me just say this. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yo. How about we cut it? To, we'll cut it to this. Why are you? Do you read the, the book recommendations that I give, or you? Just I was like, getting ready to tell you that I actually have a book recommendation that I'm going to recommend. Oh, I bet. Well, yeah, we can just go straight to your joint. Let's hear it. I didn't want to step on it if you had anything else to say about it. Oh no, nah. nothing else to say. This is just the one, the one that I'm getting. Well, I, you would be proud of me. I just ordered the uh, the ISIS papers by Dr. Francis Cress. Oh, wow, Wilson. you reading a, a good book? Yeah. So, damn, I was reading this article about. Uh, <laughs> was reading this article about Barack Obama and the Black American experience or something like that, and I said, "Oh shit!" And the dude was going in about the different things that he mentioned that you. And I said, "You know what? I never read the ISIS papers. Oh, mm-hmm. I I've read excerpts from it. Yeah, but it's something that I should have read. I've never read it either. Damn, you reading a good book? It's gonna be a forty year old nigga that says, "Hey, heard you ordered that book. It's a good book. It's a good one to read." Damn, yeah. See, this joint is about more so... I know it's a completely different world. It's yeah, yours different. is... Yours, you're going to be a little bit different coming out of that joint. Like, one of the chapters in this book is called Crafting. There's a chapter called fucking Intention. You're about to be reading... I've read a lot of the... I've read a lot of the ISIS papers already. I already know what it, what it comes... I'm not going to come in here all super... That's next level. I want to read that. It is. Let me borrow that when you get it. Put your name on right, the back. I got the paperback. Because uh, paperback, highlight. paperback was 16. Highlight. Put your note clips. I will. If he ain't got that, I don't want to read it. I wouldn't want to read a book with somebody highlighted all of the stuff. Because I, I got ADHD. It's going to throw me off. I'd like to see what stood out to you. I'd like to stand my own stuff out. But his favorite battle rapper was O-Red. At one point, O-Red And you like Sue Surf. So you like... Uh, fuck! I gotta put it in subtitles or something, right? Don't you like Hitman? Fuck! I gotta remix it. The point, of, first of all, O Red did the, the little uh, translation. Mm-hmm. Sue Surf did the put it subtitles. In subtitles. You like Conceited? Conceited was great. What does that have to do with you already highlighting? You don't have to put it in subtitles. It's already in a damn. You don't have to do that. Cause what if what I would have damn I damn y'all can't react y'all thought that was whack <laughs> damn that ball must have went over y'all head let's bring it back that's why I went ahead and hotlighted like Ern <laughs> and Ash 
That's Nash. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. See, but if I'm, you know. Surf was on some Richie shit back in the day. But uh, happy Friday, everybody. You know, another week. Mm-hmm. I realized that every week we say happy Friday. Every 100, single 100, 100. week. We get to the point where we're a part of people's lives every single weekend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You look like you look like you are happy as hell to be at the cookout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You look like you already had your hot dog and your ginger ale, boy. You look like you real happy conversing. Yeah, I see me was getting ready to go out. You look like you getting ready to say that, boy. Shout out to my boy Raw. Peace, love, happiness, clothing. Nah, yeah, shout out. Turn up. I'm Terrence has on the hat, even though mm-hmm. he got it backwards. Yeah. Ain't it evil to live backwards? Backwards! But yeah, uh, turn up, man. Happy weekend. Happy Friday. Turn up to some of my people that's grinding on a Friday, uh, mm-hmm. grinding on a, a Saturday or a Sunday. And that's what I was saying. It seemed like we like a part of, we legit a part of certain people's lives. Whether you just came home from work and you about to get something to eat and you put this on or right. you like me where you cleaning or you building some shit. Like I was putting some shit together yesterday mm-hmm. and I just put a podcast on and I don't even got to look at it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I yeah, just listen, just, just let it rock. Mm-hmm. So and I don't, you know, everybody. I don't have that, y'all. I be sitting there struggling to find shit to. Man, you can have that. It's a it's a bunch of podcasts out there. Not even like the big ones, but like nah, some low key people. That's how I found Pick a Side. I feel like I don't know. Now that I do it, I don't be wanting to listen to niggas podcast. <laughs> they, they, you have to be somebody other than me. You know what I'm saying? You like the rapper that says I don't listen to nobody but me. Yeah, I don't listen to nobody but me. Nah, but I can watch some people talk. I'm just saying, you know, I don't. Okay. I'm My attention span small. I'm gonna tell you why that is. Okay. Anyway, well, how's we start? We were starting with something. Uh, I did want to say this though. I did want to say this first. It's getting hot as fuck outside. Fast as shit. Yeah, we bought the. We, we already really in the eighties. We, we in Maryland, so it's, it's certain people that be like, "Oh, I'm in Arizona. It's been ninety for." Okay. Hey, even still, of course, like, you live in the fucking desert. Even still, <laughs> ain't it supposed to cool off at a certain point? At it, least come down to eighty-eight. They down there with tumbleweed. Y'all got hundreds <laughs> every day, bro. Yeah, we definitely about to be burnt up for sure. Yeah. I'm we trying to get somebody about, like, uh, water. Like, we be talking shit, laughing about the dinosaurs, but we next? <laughs> it's going to be some other next level motherfuckers that's like, look, this was a motherfucking black nigga right here. This nigga was black. <laughs> this was a human. Think about it. Dinosaurs, you think they thought that we was coming next? They was probably here. They had a whole life, and then it got hot as fuck. It's funny that you mentioned dinosaurs. I got in so much heat. Yeah, I was about to Over say the weekend did. with dinosaurs, y'all. Y'all know I'm my conspiracy theorist. You're not supposed to curse. And you haven't cursed yet. I said the N-word a couple of times. But I'm not going to. I got you. All right, I'm well, what's you. the point of this then? What's the point of the whole no cursing thing? You would never be able to do it. Not trying. Not a chance. But look, let's get this show on the road. We're here for a good time at a long time. Mm-hmm. Question for you. Do you think manifesting is a waste of time? Seen some chit-chat about it. Where people were saying that manifesting does nothing for you. It won't get you anything. And you actually have to do something. I saw. Yeah. You see something like that? I seen. Yeah. I know people who take that angle towards manifest, but I, th- I believe in manifestation. Uh, I have done it. So, <laughs> I've manifested shit myself. When you've, when you've done it, Did you, you believe it. Yeah. You manifested. I saw it and I believed it. So let's say that. I thought it and I achieved it. Fuck you talking about. Get the fuck out of my face. Yes, I did. <laughs> and guess what? I thought about that shit before I did. 
manifest. So what did you manifest? It. You want me to tell you what I manifested? I've manifested plenty of things. What did you manifest when you had to do nothing for it? It just came to you because you thought you wanted it. That's not what manifestation is. Okay, so explain it. Manifestation. Hold on, wait, we're not gonna let the niggas man. We'll let, we'll let. Oh, I can't explain it. He going He want to go to his uh, Merriam-Webster because he know the the tricks and plays around. I see the games he play. Officer Hoy, this your training day. We really know what manifestation is. We really doing this shit. Too we dis- don't give a fuck that you niggas found a loophole in the definition. This junk confusing as fuck. He can't find. <laughs> look, when he can't find his mirror, that's not the Merriam-Webster. To do to Ray manifested signs of severe depression. So. To display or show a quality or feeling by one's <laughs> you acts reading or the appearance. Second? Why are you reading the second definition? You're supposed the first to be the first one, one. Is, is the first one is the adjective. <laughs> the first one I thought was just the definition. No, we're talking about manifesting, to manifest, the verb. Not the adjective, which is... <laughs> the, the, the clear or obvious to I thing. Because that's not what we're talking about. Clear or uh, oh oh okay okay I so somebody that. you ever heard of the manifest okay yeah, yeah 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 my bad I thought you were trying to like find a different definition no 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 no, no. we talking about read it then to display or show a quality or feeling by one's acts or appearance or to demonstrate display or show I don't even know if this is even Marion my bad even Marion Webster what am I what is this oh, hold on hold up. To show something clearly through signs or actions. Let's go with that. We don't even have signs. To, we don't have to go with what they say. You know, we can just say what manifesting is because we know. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we can rewrite the definition. Rewrite the definition, or we know. That's like saying, "What's the definition of?" So, what's your? What is your? What What does manifesting mean to you? What do you have to do? If somebody says, "Like you manifested something," how? What was your process? How did you do it? I think for all of my people out there, that. Have a vision of having your own store, or you have a vision of having your own business, or you have a vision of your schedule. Some of y'all are envisioning, you know what? I would love to look right now. Some I'm about to help all of y'all out. We about to manifest together. Wherever y'all are right now, listening to this, right? You sitting there, you looking at the TV, and you say, "Damn, we smell that. Smell like something burning." Oh no, that's nothing burning. I know what that is. That's that whatever, right? But guess what? You know how smells work. You start smelling something else. Hold up. That shit remind me of some barbecue chicken. And you know what? That shit was slapped tonight. You start thinking about that. You start thinking about what you can get on the side. You start thinking about the other shit that you can eat with it. Guess what? When you go home, you're going to make that. And you're going to be sitting there. That shit's going to look bomb as fuck. And guess what? You, you manifested it. Did you manifest you put it put all of it together up here and you moved in your life to make it happen? Because guess what? You could have went home and said, you know what, the Mickey D's right here? Yeah. You said, you know what? I could go to the Arby's right here. Yeah. You know what? I can go here. Yeah. I'm going to go home because in my mind, I already put everything together. I stopped myself from doing other things because I had my mind focused on what I already planned. Terrell, that's manifesting. And now I sound like a head-ass podcaster trying to explain manifesting. That's what that's manifesting what that is. sounded like sometimes. It's as the, simple as that. The biggest point of manifesting is you could say, yo, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm manifesting. I'm going to be a millionaire. But if you're not doing anything, you're not going to be a millionaire. So basically, the point of people questioning 
whether manifesting is a waste of time or or should you manifest. It's not about a mindset. It's about the the lack of action that comes with people that say they're manifesting things. I'm gonna be a millionaire this year. How? It ain't just it ain't going just happen. It ain't just believing. You can manifest it. And I think manifesting has a lot to do with luck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I manifested this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, but like either you earned it or you got lucky. I wouldn't call it manifesting. You know what I'm saying? I think that robs you of some of your work when you give it all to a... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I could be wrong in saying this, but I think manifesting gets confused because people think manifesting is about what you're going to become, but it's really about what you're about to do. Like, I think you can't be like, I'm going to be a singer, and that's me manifesting it. Nah. I mean, I guess if, if even if it is, I still have to, like, do. That's why I was like, I'm going to manifest eating a bomb-ass meal when I go home. Like, I'm literally manifesting what... Normally, everything that I've manifested is something I'm going to do. Like... I wouldn't manifest that I'm going to be her boyfriend one day. I would manifest that I'm going to talk to her this day. I'm going to go up to her and tell her that she looked fucking good in the motherfucking leggings. And then I'm going to get her motherfucking number and I'm going to be taking her out. Right? That's humanity. There are some people who go up to her and say, you know, you looking, you know, you looking good in the leggings. You know, I was going to take you out. You know, you keep you eyeing me. You eyeing me. About to fuck it up, but look, he fuck around, take her out when he's holding her hand, walking past foot action. It's like <laughs> I manifested this. <laughs> you can't tell him nothing. Oh, you are supposed to. You can't just throw out, get the fuck out of here. I feel like you being negative. The shit, the people it's who not, do that, I feel like you being the negative. People, the people that do that, that's one thing. I'm talking about people that say I am manifesting this year will be my year. All right, bet, bro. Man, we get inside. Look, we get inside this this year. We doing it, bro. All right, bet. People, you can say all you want. We messed a fan of man, messed a fan it, and that's we have manifested horrible. a messed a face. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I don't even know what that is. We've manifested a few things that bro. if you don't do it, it ain't gonna happen. I think you can manifest good and bad too. I think that's the biggest point though. The biggest point is that you just got to put actions behind whatever it is you're trying to manifest. And understand, you're not going to be able to... Your manifestation won't happen if with you just not doing anything. You got to do something. Agree? I agree. And I really believe in what I'm saying about manifesting action and not... I really believe in what I'm weighing about. Sorry, I didn't even do that. You bum-ass nigga. Hey, look, I got another question for you before we get into the... And I could... Look, you know what? Y'all see the games he play? Terrence, well, I, I should launch my headset. Look, do you believe that everybody deserves unconditional love? So moving on. <laughs> yeah, you said what you had to say. Um, somebody said the only thing, the only people that deserve unconditional love are your kids. Everybody else that should com- should be conditional. And it was a, it started a big conversation about I think who it dep- deserves unconditional love. I think if if you're willing to wear your heart on your sleeve, you need to be with somebody that's wearing their heart on their sleeve and not a protected-ass, punk-ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? All right, bet, yeah. You want conditional love. All right, cool. 
There's people in this world that just want real love. You know what I'm saying? And real love is unconditional. There's some people in this world that want somebody to say, I want to be with you because I love you and I don't give a fuck about all of the other bullshit. So you're saying they don't have- Wait, wait, wait. Then do you have people who say, I love you, but because of the bullshit, I don't want to be with you. Now, y'all, I understand there are situations where things can, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to deal with the bullshit. And I don't, I'm not saying that unconditional love means dealing with somebody's bullshit. I just mean there are some people who... When you live when you have when you have when you wear your heart on the sleeve, it's like on your sleeve, it's almost like you're willing to bend, break, move for somebody that you love. You're not gonna say, you know what, I love this person, but like, I don't know. It's like say you get a new job all the way out in Vermont somewhere, and you're talking to a girl shout that you love. Shout out, shout out, shout out, V I'm from the Mont, man. I'm from the Mont. What do they call it? <laughs> I don't know. But like, say you get a job in, in Vermont, but you meet a girl and y'all in love. And now you gotta make a decision. And your decision, I feel like, will say if you love unconditionally or conditionally. But that's to say that the heart that see that's where I think it gets tricky because you it's making tricky, it period, like You making it seem like the heart, the person that wears that heart on their sleeve, don't have conditions because you do still have conditions, and it's not always a sexual thing or a uh, a significant other thing. Yeah, this could be because like think about it. I agree with the girl that said the only people that get unconditional love is your children because you brought them to the world. They don't have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't do they they you made the choice for them to be here. Everybody else technically can be loved under a certain condition. Yeah. You love your girl or your your significant other because they do for you. You know what I'm saying? Or they they're a part of your life in the best way. They complete you. Yeah. But you complete me means you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your parents you love conditionally. If your parents didn't give a fuck about you, didn't take care of you, treated you like shit your whole life, you might not love them. That's true. And I think people confuse conditions with, like, it's not rules. It's not like you have to do this, have to do that for me to love you. It's just, I do think, I I don't think it's realistic for somebody to say, I would wear my heart on my sleeve. I love unconditionally. Nah, you have conditions. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, and this kind of like pushes it to, to like another side of it, but like, uh-huh. have you ever noticed that, excuse me? No, I said you got it. You can push it forward. Oh, okay, yeah. But have you ever noticed that some of the things that we watch are like not what, how do I say this? Like, we don't be living what we grew up watching. Like, I don't think that the people, like when you look at the, the, I don't know. Put it like this. I feel like people who love each other no matter what, those are the movies that we grew up looking at and loving. Those are the stories that you loved when you was young. Those are the that's the content that you was hooked on when you was young. Watching like people always fantasize about a love you no matter what love, but I don't think people re- really want that. Like people laugh, we laugh at the people who love each other no matter what in the real world. You know what I'm saying? 
the couple that's been through a whole bunch of shit and they still together, we were laughing at them. Mm. Kirk and Rashida, because they went on a platform where everybody know they back and forth and it's and people look at them and say, Are oh, you still with them after this and after that? Yeah, they are. So look, what if that means they love each other no matter what? And like we got a generation of people who just leave off nothing. And it's like that's not even the movies that like Nobody in the movies that we grew up watching that you idolize these stories, none of them girls left the dude for good. You ever thought about that? None of the dudes that we was watching left the girl for good. He always left and went back. He always knew that leaving, we always watched the people in movies know that leaving was a mistake. Nobody ever in the movie left and was just, and that's just where the movie went. He just, she just left. You know? Mm -hmm. Give an example. An example is like, uh, love and basketball. An example is, okay, we'll do love and basketball. I can give you so many examples. Love and basketball. But what's an example that I feel like everybody can get? Um, uh, an example everybody can get, Terrell. Come on, help me out. We going by, by movies? Just a movie where, you know, they break up, but then they, but then they go back. Y'all have seen so many movies. We I'm going to say there's up. so many different. But I, all right, let's just use love and not love and basketball, but you know, the movie where they together, shit gets rough, they go and do their thing, but then they come back in the end. That's literally like the every notebook. movie. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Insecure, Issa and Lawrence, and eventually came back, and that's 2020. Yeah. And it's a reason why. I want y'all to think about that. Y'all ever think about like? I'm gonna give y'all Shrek. Shrek saved Shardy from the castle, but she went and got with Lord Farquaad. But guess what? There's, there's more to this story. She knew that she made a mistake. <laughs> she knew she made a mistake and had to go back to the... Anyway, uh, we, and that can go to a... We can have a real conversation on, on what? Shrek. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do it. What you can really say? She knew... Nah, we're not going to go that deep. I've that. heard that there... We, you know me and my girl, we just was talking about re-watching all of the Shreks because people say there's so much to get from. We haven't started yet, though. And it's one of the best movie franchises of all time, period. Period. Shrek 2 is, all, is, is arguably the best sequel ever. And then Shrek the third was good. <laughs> it was good. But, and then Shrek 1 and Shrek 1, but, like, just everybody's seen Shrek. Man, I know I'm on a soapbox. You got it. I just feel like she made a mistake, and I want y'all to think about if Shrek just ends with her being saved by... Shrek, and then she just goes with Lord Farquaad, and he never comes, and there's it never ends. You, as the viewer of Shrek, you would not be happy if you was watching Forrest Gump or you was watching Love and Basketball. If Monica just goes to the WNBA and Quincy just marries Tyra Banks, uh -huh. you, as the viewer of the movie, would have been upset, right? Yeah, but you don't even look at your own life like that. We don't even look at our own life like that. But you can't even watch a movie and move. You don't even want the movie to end the way your life movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a good thing about this unconditional and conditional love thing we got going on with the world now. We all weren't raised on the way we moving now. We were all raised to, like, we were all raised on work it out, work it out. And now that we have our independence and we can be boastful about it and proud, and show I'm independent. If you didn't have a social media, would you really be proud to be independent and dolo? Who gives a fuck? You're finally around people. You wouldn't want to talk about how you are so proud that you're alone. 
But since we got social media and it's something to be proud of, mm-hmm. now we more proud to be dolo. So like low key, we don't, I don't need to work it out. I can go and be alone because being alone is like now like going to the gym. Like I don't need you, whatever. I'm going to just get in the gym. I don't need you, whatever. I'm going to just be alone and then be on my alone phase. I'm on my solo era. Like we all about to be some cat mother goes with some look me. 28 years old and I got another. And here's another. We gonna be some old motherfuckers with no love because low key we not moving like the them we're our our when I told you about Shrek and Fiona leaving each other, think about how that would have ended. Our story yep. is about to end that way. I think nah, you know what you honestly you, you pretty much said it all. I think I I got when we at the end I'm we're gonna talk about this dopamine shit. And how that shit really impacts. I might as well talk about it now. Yeah. Um, I recently, like literally today. um, No, I'm sorry. Yesterday I watched a video on dopamine. And it was like, shout out to Drew Gooden. If anybody watched Drew Gooden videos, he does YouTube videos. Drew Gooden, the ex-basketball player? No. Not that Drew Gooden. Not the Washington... uh, He's a he's correspondent for the Wizards. He does the Comcast Sports now. He does literally does the games. So if you watch the yep. Wizards game, that's him. But I don't know why the fuck our display is so terrible too, Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the Washington Wizards games. Why the, <laughs> why the game looks so terrible? They like it's on Masson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the Nationals games look horrible. But look, I I um Drew Gooden has a video called like I went on a dopamine fast where he was talking about how I got rid of all the things that release dopamine in my brain type shit, right? Early. And when I was a salesman, I learned about dopamine, oxytocin as ways as, you know, and, and how, they re- how it relates to you being a salesperson. But I got to thinking and I was like, in the video, you know, he's talking about how he's cutting out social media. I cut out Netflix. I cut out sugars, yeah. like sweet shit. And if you don't necessarily under, if you don't understand what dopamine does for you, it is literally your feel good hormone. It's excuse me, it's the biggest part of the reward system in your brain. Yeah. But that shit can low key control your life if you let it. Yeah. And so think about it. And you've heard about it with porn addiction, 100% with porn, weed addiction and drug addiction. You know why porn is such a big thing with dopamine because I know why. You get the biggest dopamine release from the things that are natural to you. Eating, competing to survive, reproduction, so sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that shit will legit control you if you let it. Like the, if you have a high dopamine level, right, the good thing about it is that you'll have a euphoric feeling, you're more energized. Okay. And you have a high sex drive, good libido, right? But the negative side of having high levels of dopamine is trouble sleeping, Poor impulse control and being more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about social media, like we get so many dopamine hits from when you watch a TikTok and it make you laugh. Yeah. You look at the next one, your brain is thinking about getting another one of them releases. So you're watching all of this shit and you get trapped in it. Same thing scrolling on Instagram, Twitter. And so I say all of that to say, that shit has completely changed the way people even look at their lives. And I think it's because we all all addicted to this shit. Like, it's dead ass. What would that have to do with dopamine, though? You, you're you talking about what we get from do- a dopamine release. Are you saying we're getting too much dopamine 
via that it's controlling our lives, or are you saying I think everybody now is operating at a higher level of dopamine because you get so much of it, you're getting so many excessive hits from social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the thought of I'm about to get this so I can post and get likes, the concept of getting likes is dopamine. It's giving you dope constant dopamine hits. Man, and we so, really like that episode of Black Mirror. 100%. 100%. But, but trying to bring it back to what you just said mm-hmm. about how people are so fucking catty about shit. Think about it. I just told you, the one, uh, the, one of the biggest side effects of high dopamine levels on the negative side is aggression. Think about what everybody does online all day. Everybody's arguing back and forth about this and that, this and that. We're just back and forth. It's to the point now where a motherfucker does something good. People aren't looking for the, he thought this was dope, but it's actually this. He, this nigga thought he was killing it, but you know what I'm saying? People look for the negative. But you know, people have always been like that, though. Yeah, but Terrence, I don't know if you can say, can you really say it's because we're getting more dopamine from social media? People always been negative as fuck. Yeah, Terrence. Where were they getting their dopamine hits? You know? When we was in high school, there was hate. Yeah. Like, there was haters. There was people that hate on you, but it was a lot more love when we grew up versus what you see now because of the way people live on social media. And you live in a world without it. You know what I'm saying? It was a it was but you see more hate because people are well, I guess people are being hate more hate. I guess there's there's more negativity. Hate. Think about the even just dating. Everybody has these, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I looked at my screen time. Bro, when the last time you looked at your screen time? Man. Pull it up. No, Terrell. Fuck out of here. This nigga's being <laughs> depressing as shit, low-key. It's not depressing. Go look it up. It'll tell you. A, it'll tell you I know a that very... I be on my phone, but low-key, it's like I need to be on my phone. Like, I'm over the... Like, if you don't... If I'm not getting on my phone, then I'm just going to not be in the world. You that know what I mean? That is the craziest shit ever. Did y'all hear it, what he just said? But it's... it's the, is it not the reality? Like, no. you got Denzel Washington... And some of the older people trying to tell you how to get successful, how they got successful. Denzel's Washington saying, try putting the phone down for a day or two. That's, that's pushing me further away from success, Zell. Like, I need to, I actually have to post and po- I actually do have to post. I do have to go out of my way to put on my phone and stay. Think about it, even for this podcast, y'all. Sometimes I'll go a whole week on d- doing me, you know what I'm saying? And then when the podcast comes, I feel bad that I haven't, I haven't been on my phone to just keep up with the world. I'm not coming home putting the news on, you know. I'm not coming home and reading the Washington Post. So, when you're cutting this dopamine out of your life and you're not getting these releases, my thing is, not getting the releases does what to? It'll help you regulate. Cause it I know that's why regulate. you brought it up. Yeah, it helps you regulate. And the reason why, the, I'll tell you like with me. I will wake up in the morning, and this is a full transparency podcast moment. And you tell me if you have probably been there before. Nah, this is your morning. All right. <laughs> Don't put me on your shit. I wake up at 9 a.m., and depending on the type of morning it is. I've already got it in by then. I'm already on my second. <laughs> like I'm, I'm already on my second workout. I'm on my second nap. I'm already on my second. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wake up at 9 a.m., right? What I do first and what I've been doing, this is me being completely honest. 
When I wake up, I pick my phone up. And I always have a big-ass block of notifications. Messages from Instagram, messages from this, messages from that, emails, everything. I can lay in my bed on my phone for an easy hour. And depending on the type of morning it is on the TL, I could be on my phone two hours. Now I'm getting up saying, shit, it's 11 o'clock. I need to get something to eat. By the time I eat and get going, it's fucking, but now I got to have something to listen to while I eat. So now I got to find some shit to Terrell, watch while okay. Terrell, okay. What the listen, fuck? Shut the fuck up. Let me get this off. When I go to the gym, sometimes I will sit outside the gym for an easy 30 minutes. Just looking at shit, drinking my pre-workout, slow as shit. And so the reason why I say that, and then, of course, when I'm in the gym, I look, I'm in between sets with it. But Oh, my God. Why are you doing this? You're, why are you, you not letting me get this off? Why are you making it seem like getting on your phone? Because, Terrence, let me just tell, let me say this. Shut the fuck up. Today was the first day I said, you know what? I'm not looking at none of that shit when I get up. All, I'm, all I was going to say, all I'm saying all of that to say is this, bro. If you spend some time off your phone or if you think about how much time you really spend on your phone, I know it's like the norm now, but if you really think about it, you could be more productive. If you if you say that you if you you didn't do it, then go ahead and say what happened when you you said you you didn't. So you went to the gym today and then I woke up this morning, got up like when I woke up, yeah. I got up, went to the bathroom, um, got dressed, brushed my teeth, ate, went to the gym. Like I put on a uh when I when I finally made my food, I put on a podcast while I ate. Right. But I went to the gym. As soon as I got to the gym, I got out. And so I got through my whole work. I'm leaving the gym at 1130 where, like I just told you, on a normal day, if I'm not even if I'm not trying to be productive, I could have laid there for a whole hour. All I'm saying is and you could potentially be more productive if you didn't spend time on your phone, too, because there's benefits, but there's also negative. That's all I'm saying. But you know The nigga what? should listen to me. You're, you got out of the gym at 11.30, but you eventually at some point took your phone out and looked at the notifications, right? Yeah, but have I, to. Yeah, but I didn't so make like, it such a priority. It's like priority. You can't tell me that I need to listen because your priorities are fucked up. What you just told all of us is that your priorities are fucked. For real, for real. I'm speaking to some. Because what are you, you started this convo talking about dopamine release. Right. Uh, yeah. You and you didn't. This don't sound like a benefit of less dopamine. This sounds like a benefit of you getting up and getting to your fucking day, instead of. Terrence, I'm ridding myself of that need for those hits, bro. Cause I still felt weird as shit this morning. What if I say you get a dopamine hit from going to the gym? Don't go. You do, but that's healthy. That's like saying you getting sugar from eating a you got an you apple. got pre workout right. I didn't take my pre-workout this morning. I told you that. Oh, yeah. You had breakfast? I had breakfast. So you ate? I had eggs. Yeah. So I get those are natural releases, Terrence. We supplement them releases. He's aggressive. It's because he ate. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a dopamine. Terrence Terrence wasn't really. Y'all can tell he really wasn't listening. I'm listening to everything you're saying. I know there's people out there that 100% may have mornings like that or times where they just spend hella hours on their phone. I know you've stood in your back. That's why I'm saying hours. we've talked about this forever. 
But like the convo wasn't really about being on our phone. I mean, like, how I many just convos think can we have about there being an issue with us being on our phone? The concept of dopamine and the shit that releases in your brain can be linked back to all of the things wrong with how people look at social media. And this is crazy. Oh, y'all live for social media. Y'all do everything for social media. Why do they do that? It can be linked back. It could be linked back. That's all I'm saying. You don't got to agree. I'm not saying that I don't agree. I, wa I wasn't agreeing. I wasn't saying that I wasn't agreeing. I was thinking of, that it was going to be like a fix, like a, like a solution. Like a... I gave you a solution. Just don't... Just get rid of your dopamine. Like, that's, see, that's my thing. Like, nah, you just... You got at least... It's not even about... You know how... You know what I got on this podcast not too long ago and said about Denzel Washington saying put the phone down, so, Terrell. See, so that's why you getting the me that you get. I get what... I get what he's saying. I don't like, think he means put the phone down and you'll learn more, but... It might put you in a better mental space to do more. 100%. Cause for me, I waste a lot of time, and then you'd be like, I don't feel like doing this. So look, you saying you waste time. But look, sometimes you get on this podcast and you know more things that happen than me. And I think in those times when you waking up and you getting on your phone, that's true. You be getting info. That's true, but that's me. I get up, go straight to the gym. That's and then me. you come home and be like, Did you see this? Did you see that? And I'm like, I feel behind. Because all I did was gym. You know how I can tell you if you have an addiction, and this is for everybody that's listening, because I bet y'all been through and I bet you have. Tell me if you have or not, and this is a question for you. Did you even listen to what I just said? Yes, like? yes, and this is my response to that. Have you ever said, damn, I need to go and find that number for somebody, and then all of a sudden you're on Instagram looking at you and you're like, what was I even on my phone for? I was supposed to be finding that number, yeah. Or you might be editing and say, I need to go get this thumbnail for this album and you know 100 i've done that before that is addiction your brain said no we're not doing that we're going to get us some hit i don't think it's addiction i don't think i'm going and looking for a dopamine hit i just think it's right there that's what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> that sounded i sounded just like a crackhead <laughs> i ain't watching shit it's right there so i smoked it <laughs> No, but look. That's all I've been trying to say this, this whole time. This is my thing, though. They don't... You saying it's right there, like, it's dopamine hits, like, it's like, uh, like I'm getting a cupcake or some shit. It could be, let me go get this, let me go to my home screen and, let me go to my home screen and look at this photo, but then when I go to the photo, then I'm, it, this would it be. Let me go find a photo from the, let me go find a picture of my dog for you real quick. I get on my phone, I go to my photos app, and guess what I see? I see a photo from earlier. I don't know why this is here. I'm going to delete this. So I'm going to delete it. Then when you delete it, you know what I'm saying? You already went somewhere else, but you did not really mean to. You're, I'm, I'm like, Some of it could be ADHD. Look, because look, while I'm looking for the photo, somebody can hit me on the gram and say, hey, what time was y'all birthday party? Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me hit. Look, our birthday party is at six. So look, I exit the message and now it's like me walking into the main entrance of the mall. Look. <laughs> It's like me walking to the manager of the mall. Now I'm like, okay, I'm on Instagram. Uh -huh. All it and you know what gets you? Those little red numbers. It's the red spinning right. Your brain is seeing that and saying, what is that? What is that? Click it, click it. And, but that's why I said, I don't feel like I'm addicted more than it's like, damn. I'm not going and saying, oh, let me, I'm laughing at this, laughing at that. That's addiction. But sometimes your phone is your task manager. Like, it I got to go and do shit. It is. And that's the dangerous thing about this shit because it's like i need my phone damn i just broke my bracelet wow damn. all right yeah i'll give you one one of mine i don't want one of yours 
Fuck out of here. You say you don't want one of mine, so keep your Huckleberry, uh, your Huckleberry Finn bracelets you got over there, boy. Hold your wrist up. Where the fuck did you get that from? I got boy? this from Terrence. And you then got, I got his this Huckleberry Finn wrist over there, boy. Ten, put your fuck wrist up, here. boy. Hold on. Let me What's that supposed to be? It say you're driving around town with the girl I love, and I'm like, forget you. <laughs> the clean version. <laughs> hey. Classic. I, this is exactly what I wanted to do. We're going to do it right now. So. Jesus. We do audio podcasts. I know. This one is going to be mainly for the visual podcast listeners. I contemplated how I was going to do this, but I'm glad I can do it this way. For the people that watch the visual podcast, Mallory Bros podcast on YouTube, our subscriber base is sitting right below that 9,000. And some of your black asses listen every week. And other asses. Hold up, Terrell. We got many ass. Because I want them to get this smoke. Your black asses listen every week. And you don't subscribe. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking right to you. You keep saying, yeah, I probably need to. Hey, look, bro. We actually switched <laughs> channels. So fuck with us. You checking in every week and you haven't subscribed for real, bro? Really? It's pissing me off. So, we're officially doing a giveaway on the Mallory Bros podcast channel. It is going to be for a vinyl that, believe it or not, I got this record. I thought that I was getting it brand new, but I actually already have it. It's going to be Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Let's get it. It's going to be the easiest no giveaway ever. All you have to be is a subscriber on the channel. You ain't got to follow three free. You ain't got to shout three friends out. How you going to pick? You ain't got to shout out. Huh? How you going to pick? And uh, when? When we hit 20,000? No. All you have to do. Huh? <laughs> what, well, how are you going to pick when we get to 20,000 subs? I'm going to pick out of this. I'm going to pick out of the subscribers. Yeah. All you have to be is a subscriber. And I said, you know what? I would not mind doing giveaways more often. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we're going to do this and people could go do it and then, not, and then fuck around and not win. And I get that's why people do giveaways. But y'all, I'm giving this away to a subscriber on the channel. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be somebody that's been here. I don't know if it's going to be somebody that's brand new. But all I'm saying is subscribe. So if I've been here, how can I win? You might not win. You might not. It's going to be a random person from the channel. So I might win. You might win if, you're, if you subscribe. This is not a legacy thing. This isn't a since you've been subscribed, we got this for you. No, 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 I get it. All I'm saying is I'm doing a, a giveaway. If you are a subscriber, your chances to win are equal as anybody else. So when are we going to uh, pick? What number are we going to get to to pick? Boom. 20,000? Boom. Boom. Uh, a goal number? Nah, we don't have to have a goal number. Well, you're gonna have to get to somewhere before you give it away. So we finally here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it some. I wanna give it. A, I wanna give it time though. Let's do two weeks. Two weeks and then I'll give it away. Oh, okay. Because so we not might gonna... not get to that number, and I don't wanna just hold this forever. I really wanna give this away. So we're just gonna give do two weeks and whatever we have in two weeks. Who's ever there? You gonna pick? I'm from gonna that. just pick from that. Yep. Dope. One of the greatest albums of all time. Literally one of the greatest albums of all time. Dope. 
And you got that because you bought an extra one or something like that, right? Yeah, I had it already. I thought I, I, I thought I was getting a brand new one. I came home. I'm like, damn, I have it already. It's going to be a Kendrick fan. that That's their favorite album. <laughs> no bullshit. Hey, look, this is the last thing I was going to say on this giveaway, too. If you are my friend or family, you're not going to win. I'm just letting you know right now. Hit me if you want the record. I will gladly get it for you. This record, and for my people, I'm not giving away valuables. This record cost me $38, and that was me paying the high price. You know? Mm -hmm. You could probably get it for way less. Friends and family or anybody that I know, if you want it, I would get it. I'm not, I, you're not going to win. You can't get that one. That one's going to be What would I look one. like giving it to my boy? <laughs> yeah, my man. You got a picture with the name? This nigga will subscribe before we even, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the new channel. But yeah, shout out, turn up. We about to get, we, I'm That's trying cool. to get the channel to 90,000 subscribers, bro. 90. Let's get it. Okay. So there was a couple things that definitely happened over the last week, but I think the most important thing that happened, or I think the most impactful thing that happened to start the last weekend was the situation with the... San Antonio rapper BTB Savage, that was the guy who was on Instagram or Twitter or whatever he was on, but he took a picture in the, in the, the, at the murder scene with the blood behind him, and apparently it was a guy that tried to rob him. It was a situation where the, a guy tried to rob him mm -hmm. during like a music video setup, and then uh, things went left. His girl got the gun, or the dude that was getting robbed, BTB Savage, his girl got the gun, shot the dude that was robbing him in the back twice. Dude died slower. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this dude, BTB Savage, survived. His girl accidentally shot him in the elbow or some shit. So he got hit. But he went on Vlad TV, did an interview, and he basically was talking about what happened. You know, he was kind of, you know, he let, he let it out. You know, he said, fuck the nigga. Fuck him. I said, fuck you. You about to die, all of that shit. He got on there. He was real confident. He got on social media. What would he say? Motion, we have emotion, or he said something, but he was standing at that was crazy to see. He was standing in like the dried up blood spot, yeah. Like he was standing, that was yeah. crazy. And everybody, was, at first, I still when I first saw it, I saw people like not celebrating, but people were saying that's crazy. They tried to rob him and he's standing in the blood. That's crazy. Like people yeah. were I reposting it mm -hmm. for that reason. And he was killed 12 years, he was killed 12 hours later. He was killed 12, 12 hours later after the interview. Mm -hmm. After the interview, nah, not 12 hours after the interview. He was killed 12 hours after that photo. After that photo. But then again, I don't, I, 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 I don't know if the interview came out before. Some of y'all might say, oh, no, nah, the interview did come out before. It's whatever. Um, that situation was crazy, and I think we, the only reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I felt like it brings up a... This was the first time that I kind of felt, and I'm not going to say me, but I kind of felt like, wow, there were more hands at play here than just oh that's the streets spilling on the social media mm -hmm. i felt like social media was involved in this you feel me like i could i could smack you or you could be smaller than me and from a different group or whatever and, and i could smack you and rough you up right then i can go over here and talk shit about it and like you could be upset about that but, like, when you come up here and they talking about it right here, and they say he was just up here talking shit about it, you would be like, damn, like, I'm about to beat that nigga's ass. Or I'm going to kill him. Or I'm a, I'm a, you know? Uh -huh. I feel like that's, like, 
that's like the way this shit gets amped up in like an old school 80s way on some snowfall shit it'd be like that but the, mm-hmm. but to me i'm like damn when you think about it like you said when the picture came out everybody was posting that joint and saying like he was championing it like yeah that's what i'm talking about this is he hard this is fire mm-hmm. and i'm like damn like we really did y'all like big that up so much to the point where you know we gave bro credit he went on the vlad tv interview you said you had something that you wanted to say about that what was that i didn't like that well number one the dude get the dude goes on the on he goes online and posts that picture for what dope moves he's moving dope it goes back to the conversation we just had because why did you do that you know what i'm saying you okay. literally did not have to do that and like you said he survived though he did but you know what i'm saying it's just that but you had to go online and tell everybody and, and have this big show. And guess what? Like you said, it ain't like you was talking shit up the street. We can see everything now. Like everybody can hear. You talking shit to everybody. And that shit went viral. That man whose blood you standing in had people that love him. Mm-hmm. And now they got to see that all over their TL. And make people do things they would never do. And, and did the, you see the wait, interview? Yeah. Huh? I did not see the whole interview. I just have thoughts about... I, I just have thoughts about DJ Vlad and how DJ Vlad moves. Yeah. I heard some of the questions he was asking. But you watched the interview, and what did you think? I watched the interview, and it's like, yo, you can't really get mad at some of the things that he's saying because there was somebody that was trying to, like, inflict harm to him, and his girl was there, and he said my kid was there. So I totally understand his side of stuff, but I also understand... The guy whose blood that he was standing in, I understand the way that they felt because he was saying stuff like this. He was just straight soft, like weak. It says Gypsy referred to in the interview. Um, I went to sleep good as hell the next day. I was happy as hell too. And then Vlad asked him if he was concerned. He said they for sure might do what they do, but I'm gonna get active. That that is what it is. That's all it is, but it is what it is. Like they might try to do something, but I'm gonna get active. That to me is like, yo. Vlad, you just basically asked if you were worried. You asked them, like, are you worried that they might come back after you? Because what the fuck do you think he's going to say, Vlad? Do you think that this rapper, who you mm-hmm. know how they get down, you think he's going to get on there and say, yeah, I am worried that they might retaliate. I actually kind of fear for my life. I don't want nothing right. to happen to me. I want to be here for my son. Is he going to get on there and say that? No. He got to keep the persona. He's going to give you the juice you're looking for. Nah, fuck them niggas. If them niggas want to come after me, they know what the fuck is good. Fuck them niggas. I'm sure you're smiling like shit on the other side of the camera. Like, wow. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Wow. It's crazy. And then you put this shit out. And then you just act like you don't. And then when he dies, what do you do then? What do you do? Because the dude is dead now. So, Vlad, you put the video out. And then in less than a week, bruh, is dead. You don't feel like you jaw-like? No. He kind of had something to do with that a little bit. Like, you don't think that you, I could tell him, I could tell this nigga, hey, he just smacked you. He said you a bitch and that you would never do anything ever in your life. You did get smacked. You, you can take smacking him back and turn, and take what I said and turn smacking him back into killing him. I can't sit here and say this nigga just went crazy. Yo, low key, you had an impact on his, re, on his response. I definitely think Vlad had an impact on a response from, from these dudes. It's the same way I look at Leo Cohen, right? They asked, it's the famous interview with Charlemagne, 
where Charlemagne asked Leo Cohen. So like, these people that you signing, right? He was like, y'all are signing these people and y'all are promoting them, making this music that involves them killing each other and leads to some of them dying and more gang violence and stuff like that. Don't y'all think that y'all should, you know, do you think about that at all when you, and then you know what Leo Cohen said? Well, I've got a family to feed and stuff. And then he was like, come on. Okay, Leo. He had that, that's what he said, though. And that is exactly how Vlad moves as well. And somebody tell me the, somebody tell me the similarity between Leo and Vlad. I'm not going to say it. Because we know what that will end up happening. But somebody tell me the similarity between them two. But I think Vlad has gone beyond, like, culture vulture. You're not just interviewing rappers. You know what I'm saying? This is like a, another clean, clear-cut example where you like, jive like... Did you, take a, did you do a video because you saw the picture like everybody else? And so you said, let me get this dude up here to talk to me. I just don't like that. I don't like what he does. I don't like the fact that he does that. And, like, we, some of it is on bruh because he's talking crazy on the interview. 100. But you, I can, he, yeah, he can play that. Well, I can't control what he says. He, you can play that role because you don't give a fuck about his life. life. Yeah. Exactly. If an uh, older black dude might say, you shouldn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you, hey, y'all young need, think about if it was dad. You know what I'm saying? Dad would be like, ah, maybe you shouldn't do this at all. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. would, he would. Maybe we shouldn't ask about the retaliation part. I don't exactly. want to stir anything up. De-escalate. It's a difference between de-escalation and you trying to amp the shit up. Because you're getting views and you're making millions. I'm not trying to sound like the niggas that go on the, the big nah, soapbox you. about, you yeah. know, there's so many people that you can listen to that but talk about the curveball I'm going to throw at you, though. Uh-huh. What really is the difference between everybody on Twitter and Instagram that retweeted the picture of the dude standing in the blood and said stuff like, oh, this is tough. Fuck what y'all saying. This is tough. I don't care. I know this is I know this is wrong, but this is tough. This is fire. Everybody who's comments like that, y'all, believe it or not, I just like DJ Vlad in a way. Because when you really think about it, he posted that picture thinking that that shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He thought that shit was dope. I'm standing in the nigga blood. Post that shit. And guess what he got? Validation. Validation. From yep. who? All of his peers. All of the people that reposted his community. Said, LOL, this is funny. Yep. This is fire. This is fire. Then he dies. And then people got the nerve to sit. These, some of these same people saying, damn, I thought this was fire, but maybe. Look, did you see those tweets? Uh-huh. Damn, maybe that was a bad idea. Maybe that. That shit was eye-opening to me because I'm like, damn, what if Vlad came out and said, ha-ha, maybe that was a bad idea. What if he came out with the, and said that about his interview? Mm -hmm. Even though yours is just a tweet. There's millions of them. So now your little one goes in the group with all the other ones. Vlad has a big one because everybody can just watch him. But like when you really think about it, everybody gave this dude glory for what he did. And then when he died, we played the, well, he did it. Well, well we just were reacting to what we saw. Like that's why I'm like. The, the Vlad role. We could get mad at Vlad, but if you were somebody that posted that joint, and was like, ha-ha, this looks dope. You're really you can't not get, that different from Vlad. You can't get mad at Vlad like we can get mad at Vlad. Like, yeah. like the people that didn't 
I saw the picture and, and I didn't repost it. I ain't favorite it. I ain't do nothing like that. I scroll right past. I, I, I was just, just saw like, it. wow, okay. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? It was people after he died that was making more jokes. That just goes to show how heartless we are as a society. Everybody and Brody, I keep telling you, y'all nigga, move that dope. That song, that song, think about that. When you look at how people move, think about it. This man died and you still looking for hits. People are saying, look, he didn't even make it 24 business hours. Damn, he didn't even make it another business day, LOL. Before before the niggas caught up to him, basically what they're saying from when he so posted the picture. you're trying to get niggas to laugh because you want niggas even to like your tweet. Death, you're trying to get likes and retweets. You really love, you want to see those red hearts. You want to see that number two on your notification at so bad that the concept of death has just escaped you. And you, I'm trying to be funny right quick. Yeah. And this is going to be left. I don't even know if this is going to come out right. But, like, I kind of see what you're saying about the dopamine addiction with it. Because it is kind of like an addiction. Because mm. in the it's face sick. of death, you can't show respect. Like, we don't have a world where we, where somebody dies and everybody's under there showing respect. You do have people under there trying to show their balls. They trying to say something smart or witty or funny because you are right. They are looking for likes and comments mm -hmm. because those give you dopamine. And I was thinking, damn, what if that release yet? What if people did that with different dopamine addictions, like shit, like a nigga beating off. Like, what if somebody dies and this dude doesn't handle that well, so he beats off. It would be looked at like, why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, that would be looked at like a problem. What we're right. doing, at, what, I, I can see what you're saying right now because what we're doing isn't looked at like a problem. It just right. is what it is. Like, so like, and that's the and what you as long the, as it that, can sit in front of respect, as long as that sits in front of respect and nobody gives a fuck. Exactly, it'll never change. It, it'll and get worse. Platforms that run are like the Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked. New York Rap Post? House TV, all of these different... The New York Post is horrible. Go ahead. The New York Post, all of these platforms bait people in because they know people are sick. We are sick. I am sick. What if we were on a train that was going nowhere and it's an old fucked up train that we've just been on for years and they just simply are the ones grabbing the steering wheel? Like they're they're not but even we're not going anywhere. Right. Like they just are just saying what the world is out loud. If I came in here and said, look at this fucking look at these old ass pillows these niggas got. Look at this rug right here. This rug ugly as shit. Look look at this cat. My bad, y'all. Let's say I came in here and said, look at that rusty ass pillow. Look at this dusty ass plants. Look at these, look at this color. All you could really say is that I'm negative. You know? Disrespectful. Even disrespectful, but it's just, it's me. It doesn't make what I said about all of this stuff true. Only thing is, I'm just being negative as fuck. That's why I'm like the shade room and stuff like that. They, they thrive in negativity. They thrive in negativity yep. because somebody is going to. Yep. Even back in the slavery days, negative shit and drama got attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it ain't like just like it a- It may change. Yeah. And it ain't like, that's why I say, so it ain't like this is something that's birthed from media. It just, I look at Shade Room and stuff like that, and I'm like, wow, they're, yeah, they're sick people that are like, oh, the same way we used to look at Mona Scott. Wow, she really going to capitalize off of Uh-huh. And But you see how that changed? And it's like, think about it, T. We didn't use, do you They can always say that they feed in their family. 
Yeah, they could play that role. I'm, I'm, and but think about it. Do you remember when we used to parents? Your parents would regulate you to a certain amount of TV. Mona Scott Young, you remember when we had Love and Hip Hop and we didn't have the Shade Room and we didn't have all of these publications? Yeah. But now that shit. We is, had media takeout. We media had takeout. Love and Hip Hop on Monday night. You might have Black Ink Crew on Tuesday night, but you still had a full day of. Like regular programming. Now the shit is handheld all day long. And that's why we people are saying, yo, it's getting crazy. That's because Twitter didn't used to be the news place or right. Instagram. Yep. Now they on it. But yeah. That so, was a little bit of a soapbox on that one. But yeah, um the situation with BTB Savage, rest in peace, because nobody deserves to lose their life, especially in that way. Um I think that is a very funny situation that kind of points, you know, puts a spotlight on our involvement on social media with real world problems. I kind of felt like we were, mm-hmm. and I only say we because I am on the app. I didn't post anything or say anything, but I'm saying we like, yo, we actually might be able to have an effect on the outcome of these situations. Like we gassed this, we gassed, oh, this is fire. This nigga got killed. In less than a day, mm-hmm. you think that them niggas didn't see everybody saying this and they could have said, all right, we was just going to beat his ass. We was mm-hmm. just going to do this or we was going to let it slide or you think that we don't have a saying them saying, nah, we getting that nigga tonight, today. Yeah. Like right now. Because and the, and the he, state, he got up there and was proud of it and they giving him flowers for it. Right. Nobody clowned him. Nobody was like, yo, he a clown for this. Nobody was, was saying that. Yeah. If niggas was like, yo, he's a clown, they might say, yo, it ain't even worth us losing our life over this, man. Fuck that nigga. Well, you know, streets in the streets, they would have got him. They would have got him, but you, know, they, you they never know. They couldn't even sleep. We could have influenced them to maybe chill, but nah, we influenced them to go get that nigga now. And that's crazy, because we just going like Vlad. Well, he didn't say it. Yeah, I didn't make it him. It us. I, I didn't make him say it. I didn't make him come on the platform. I mean, I hate that nigga. I literally, I legit hate him. The same way I hate Leo. Terrell is like Jody and Yvette's son grown up, all, all grown up. <laughs> I don't even use the word hate like that. Terrell will say, I hate him. I hate. Boy. There's not too many people that I use that word for, bro, but there's certain people that. But um, this will be fun. Uh, women's basketball. We're not going to bleed this too long. And I know that's like one of my big things that I say before we bleed the fuck out of something. But um, I don't watch much women's basketball. Now, y'all know Terrence watches a lot of WNBA, right? He's been the the champ. He has a a follower base of WNBA players, and he follows them, and they follow him back, and he supports and comments and all of that. So I'm not even going to lie. Coming into the weekend – or this past week, you know, last weekend with the Final Four, I was not the biggest, oh, my God, I got to be in front of the TV. I watched the Iowa-South Carolina game. Caitlin Clark did her thing, and I missed the championship. Mm-hmm. But I did see the stir-up afterwards. So I know Terrence is going to talk about the fact that, you know, I'm going to let you go ahead go and ahead. This is what I'll say. I'll give you some stats, and then I'll let you just go ahead and back up the stats. The uh, 
I'm, I don't want to bleed this too long. Remember we said that. Yeah. Um, but the women's championship, Iowa versus LSU, got more views than the 2021 uh, NBA Finals. It was it got more views than all of the Thursday night football games of last season, which were all trash um, for the most part. Not to step on the stat, mm-hmm. but um, it got more views than all this stuff. 9.9 million views, which is a coincidence, 9.9. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being a big event. And somebody who actually watches women's basketball, I know we, I, you don't watch much college, but I figured you would have some shit to talk. 100%. 1,000%. The, the, all of the chatter, all of the bullshit that y'all have said about women's basketball stops now. It stops here. It does. Because this past weekend just proved that it ain't about it not being entertaining. Because y'all are watching these women at the collegiate level. And don't say, oh, well, it's not that, it's not that entertaining in a W because it is. And if anybody who watched women's basketball last year, especially professional, if you watched the playoffs last year, it was just as intense. It was a great season last year at the W. I feel like y'all don't watch it because you're simply not interested, and I feel like that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the it's just not entertaining. They need to lower the rims. They need to do all of that. Did they need to lower the rims, or was it really not that entertaining? When most of y'all tuned in more than the NFL and NBA, really, for women's basketball, that's very funny coming from a lot of people who were watching, who I'm sure was saying shit like, oh, yeah, the WNBA is just boring. I don't really care about that shit. Look, Terrell, you was one of them, you was one of them lame-ass niggas that had all that shit to say. You thought we wasn't going to bring you up? You thought we couldn't see you? Stand tall. I have Look at the to, camera. I have Look to take the camera because we got you. I right have here. to take the smoke for all of the people that don't give a fuck. And we got me, you right here. Hold, hold on, hold on, wait. No, I'm not done. You wait. I'm trying to let you get your shit off because your bum ass is one of them ones who was sitting in front of the camera watching Caitlyn clock all cool because they're talking about all the time. I'm looking for a dopamine hit. He he looking for a dopamine hit because he said they said Caitlyn Clark was good on the TL. So now y'all tuning in nine point nine. Oh, I guess look, I guess y'all nigga moved that dope for real, right? Terrence. Nah, hold Let's up. Let's keep it a buck, because you can ready to piss me off. Y'all can watch this, and all of a sudden it's entertaining? I thought it wasn't entertaining, but you was Ten. able to say All right, watch keep it a buck. Carolina, who right? wants to watch the Mystics play the Athletics or whoever the team is? All I'm saying is, if this you're not was the interested, don't be interested. Don't make it seem like we can watch a Wednesday night Mystics-LA Sparks game and get the same level intensity. That was the championship. It was March Madness. I don't... The, and believe it or not, the women's games were more entertaining than the men's games this year. And I think because of true. that, y'all were able to see just how entertaining women's sports can be when you're not worried about your nuts. When you're able to just say, oh, they hooping. Because guess what? I, I know when you watched, Terrell, because you watched, some of them girls was not that good. You know when they passed it to, to number 30... She not that good. But you were able to, it was like the same way y'all can go to your little cousin's game and watch his team play. And you know that, okay, this person, this little dude could shoot. Hey, this one could shoot. Mm-hmm. That's the same type of mentality I have when I watch women's sports. I'm not expecting to see the best gameplay. I'm just like, okay, they competing. This day team versus day team. Y'all were just able to do it this past weekend. So, yeah, y'all saying we don't want to bleed this, but I'm bleeding this part. 
You I'm can watch women <laughs> fucking sports. So when a W comes back, I need to see all of y'all joining, joining in. And if you need teams, I got a perfect team that just won a championship in 2019 that you can join. Washington Mystics. Come and join. <laughs> I'm going to have a jersey this year. I'm going to games this year. I'm going mm. to that New York Liberty game. I can't, I, I can't wait to go to that game. Who Aja Wilson play for? Uh, Aces, I'm going to that game too. Candy we need to go Candy when they... Parker? I'm going. We need to go to that one. Man, I'm The good going, one. I ain't going, going to watch them play the motherfucking year. athletics. But um, on the heels of that, um, there was a controversy with Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese. Y'all have already seen everybody say what we agree with, which mm-hmm. is, you know. Which is that if Iowa would have won, the what's-the-name girls wouldn't have been invited uh, they mm. wouldn't have been talking shit about Caitlin Clark if she was talking shit to Angel Reese and they won. If if a- if Caitlin Clark would have hit a three and then looked at Angel Reese and said, hm, "Sorry," <laughs> y'all would have said, "You can't touch her. She's too hot." And y'all uh-huh. know, hey, look, let's let's keep it a Honda. I don't give a fuck, Trey. This is our podcast. They can't sh- they can't uh, shut us down at least right now. Uh. This was we the moment. <laughs> all know what that last weekend was about. Uh-huh. Jill Biden said, "I think Iowa should. I think they both should come." We all know what that is about, and I am going to say it on this podcast because probably all the other podcasts might be a little too pussy foot to now say. Now we're going to get. Go ahead. The white people were mad that the black people won. Period. That's point blank. This was the first time in tournament history that it was a starting five white versus a starting five (laughs) black. And you think the energy wasn't that? And let me tell you, it's like the Larry Bird effect with white folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like the Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I ain't talking about all, Mm -hmm. but Caitlin Clark shutting all these girls up. She beat South Carolina. Uh You know what I'm saying? She telling them to shut up. You're down 15 points. Shut up. And she this just regular, clean-cut white girl. Oh, they love it. They love her. They wanted her to win. They, she was the great white hope. Who you think Jill Biden was rooting for? Iowa. <laughs> of course she she looked like she from Iowa. I don't even know. <laughs> I just heard, I hear her name. She sound like she from Iowa. So, like, it's like, damn, we can't help but notice that if Iowa would have lost, I'm sorry, would have won the game, we all know for a fact, Jill, we know you wouldn't have invited LSU. 100%. Is it because you think that they like ghetto? Is it because you think that because they black girls or something? She can't relate to them girls. They're going to go up there and she's going to be nervous. It just made me think <laughs> she when LSU won, you was hurt. You was hurt that LSU won. You was actually in, your, in the White House sick as shit with Joe. Uh-huh. He ain't know what the hell was going on. And you see Caitlyn, uh, not Caitlyn, but uh, Angel Reese? Nah, Clark. Caitlin Clark? I'm on mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm blanking. But you see, she handled, I think she handled the media well, too. She handled it well. She came and out and said, I don't think that we should go if we lost. What I didn't like about what happened with Caitlin Clark is that her, I didn't, I like the fact that she kept it 100. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that it took for her to say that for people to stop with the class list, this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all wouldn't have believed what all the black people are saying until the person who did it said what we said, which is just the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't like the fact that 
it took for her to have to do that. But I do respect her for doing that because she's a competitor. She's a baller. She's literally one of the greatest in history. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. just didn't win. That's all. Yeah. They just didn't win. They just didn't win. And it's, and it's totally cool. I thought that the You Can't See Me gesture from Angel Reese was like a... I thought that that was competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. hey, you're not good. Yeah, we watch Dev Booker. Y'all love when Luka Doncic do shit. Feel me? Y'all love when Luka talk shit. We start talking shit and we be confident. We start looking arrogant. Y'all know why? Because they really want you to just shut the fuck up and hoop. They don't want you to be proud of yourself. This is why I loved what Angel Reese did. Because what have I been telling y'all this whole time about us as a community? We have to change the way we win. You thought you was going to win? Sorry. You fucking lost. You want me to, this is what they want you to do. They want me to get up there and respect Caitlin Clark and say she's a baller. She has a lot of heart. She's great. And you want me to show her love because she lost and basically play humble. Fuck no. We won. We're the best. Because look, because guess what? It's doing exactly what it did to Jill Biden. It's eating you alive. Look at what you're doing. You made a fuckboy move based off that. I want y'all to pay attention to this. I've been saying this for a minute. Look at what confidence when we wins pulls out. When we win and we confident, we were supposed to win. Yeah, fuck them. Look what happened. The first lady said, I think they both should go. Y'all on bullshit and we spotted you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is why when we confident when we win, we'll start shaking them out of their seats because that's the true, that'll mm -hmm. show them the true color. We'll start seeing these motherfuckers behind their mask. Yeah. Oh, you really don't want us to win. It's you. You ain't going to get it if I get up there like fucking the girl from Abbott Elementary. Terrence, no. Cherie, Cheryl Lee oh, 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 and Cheryl. sing a victim song. Her <laughs> black ass is proud to be up there. We ain't worried about her black ass. Terrence, I'm not going to let you disrespect her like that. She's a legend. Is she a legend? Yes. Are you kidding me? Okay. She was a legend. She was on Moesha. She played Moesha's mother. Right. And she just won her first Emmy 30 years after Moesha. Terrence, I'm not letting you do that. I'm not. I will not stand for it. I won't stand for it. Do you it. You are right about the victim song thing being a little much, but I'm not going to let you sit up here and disrespect her like she's not a legend because a legend? she grew up in an industry that wouldn't give black people awards for a long time. That's why she's singing that song. Was you right about the way we need to win? I'm not going to let you disrespect everybody saying she's not a legend. That's like saying Angela Bassett is a legend. Angela Bassett didn't win until this year. Terrell, almost, I almost slapped the shit out of this nigga. You're going by awards in years, right? I almost slapped the nigga. You're going by awards in years, right? Watch your mouth. You need to watch your mouth. I just said Cheryl Lee. Ted. And you said whose name? Because say it again and watch Same amount of awards. Same amount of awards. And we give you. Terrell, stop the award. Ted, you're going You're talking awards, about Moesha, mother. You said Ted. He's talking about Moesha, mother. Ted. She's a legend. Versus she's done plenty of things. You're talking about she's not a legend because she just won an Emmy this year. Hold on, wait. Does Angela Bassett have Emmys? No. But Terrell. Angela Bassett is a legend. Cheryl? So stop putting the walls on shit. I'm not saying that Cheryl Lee's not a legend because she won an award this year. I'm saying Cheryl Lee, besides Moesha, has done what for us to call her a legend? Tenth. Besides doing Abbott Elementary, which is great. But she was like, in, she was, wasn't she an original the, dream girl? Am, am, am the, I tripping? The same way I feel as though we have to adjust the way we win. We also have to adjust the way we speak on our, our other people in our community. Cheryl Lee has had a beautiful career. Beautiful. 
has been able to still be working in this day. Feel me? But it's like, come on, bro, with the legend word. She's a legend, bro. Do they? I'm t- sorry. Do other people talk about people in their community like that? She's a legend. Cheryl Lee is a legend because I would say she's a legend because I'm not gonna shit on Cheryl Lee. I'm sorry. Yep, she's a she's a legend. Y'all right? She a legend. Okay. But y'all see, you can I, say what you had to say without you because you write about me, the way I'm she accepted. I'm gonna ask you this: What am I calling her a legend for? I respect her for being in Moesha and still be acting to this day. For you to be acting 20 years ago and still be acting, you have my respect. But am I going to put you up there with other legends? What do I have for you to look at? You brought up Angela Bassett. I can point to performances that should have earned gold. Can you really do that with Cheryl Lee? Am I hating ass nigga? Really? I don't think I'm hating when I say that, people. She's an original dream girl, man. So that make you a legend. I think so. Like a, so Jennifer La- Jennifer Hudson won an Oscar. Will you say she's a legend when she dies? If she's still acting twenty five years uh, not from dies, now, I'm sorry, y'all, but you know, well, if she's at, if she's still acting in twenty five years, somebody might say she's a legend, and I'm not gonna stop them. I I won't. Do stop. you think Tachina Arnold is a legend? No. Pam from Martin is a legend. I would say she is. Everybody hates Chris. Y'all see who our legends are? Pam from Martin. <laughs> Let's move the fuck on, Terrell. Damn. I can't piss off. It's not that we're not saying oh they're the best. God. We're not saying they're the best of the best. We just saying, can there be multiple legends? Do we have to only have three or four? What the fuck? All I'm gonna say, y'all. And Terrence, go back to what you were saying because you left the whole topic trying to shit on Shirley Ralph. Uh, uh, Ralph. What was my topic? I'm sorry. You were talking about how when we win, we supposed to be confident. This y'all. nigga's trying to randomly shit on Shirley. I don't think I was shitting on her. I think you just started pushing back and it started turning into that. But yeah, y'all, when we win, we start pointing. To, y'all see how they respond. When we, when we win like Cheryl Lee and we get up there and be so fucking grateful that we even have the opportunity to put two feet on this stage with these people, then they're not going to say stuff like, well, you know what? I think so-and-so should have won. Because you know what they think? Even you don't even believe you should have won. Because look at your surprise, shocked, blessed ass on stage. God, thank God, right? God gave you that award. Yeah, you nah, right. Yeah, that cushion. Even the- you know you didn't win. They sit very happily not winning, knowing that I really did win. Now, this look, is the thing, too. Let me say I this. Sit, they sit real happily sitting knowing I didn't win, but I know I'm better than you. Uh-huh. But what if you got on stage and said, They I'm looked the- at your award like sympathy. What if you got on stage and said, I'm the best? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you see what that does? Look. Oh, yeah, he won, but I know I'm better than him. So, yeah, whatever. They gave it to him this year. Look. I won this award because I am the best actor here. Thank you. Uh-huh. Look. Now I'm up. sitting in that seat like, this motherfucker huh? ain't better than me. That motherfucker not better than me. That's how we need to show up. Mm-hmm. That's how Matthew McConaughey walked up there and got Chill with Tales Award I in 2014. Are we competition or are we entertainment? And this is what I did want to say about, um, are we competition or are we entertainment? That's a good one. I, this is what I did want to say about Angel Reese. Angel Reese, I was watching, remember I told you, I watched the South Carolina game. I did not watch the championship. But during the halftime show of the South Carolina game, LSU had already won. Mm-hmm. And they interviewed who? Angel Reese. And they were talking about how she's a trash talker and how she was going to talk her shit. To whoever won. 
And they were like asking her about it. She was like, you know, we we hustled to get here and we're going to be proud. We're going to X, Y, Z. This was before the South Carolina game even went off. Before the, you know, it was like a job, like close ending. Yeah. So after that, Shorty, I forget her name, the female analyst posted and said, this is going to be the craziest trash talk Sunday of the whatever. So I knew that Angel Reese was going to talk her shit on that day, whether they were winning or not. The fact they was busting their ass. I knew Caitlin Clark was going to go off, but we knew Caitlin Clark was like Brown on the uh, Cavs back in when he didn't have a squad. Mm-hmm. There were some people that thought they was going to pull it off. It there was, was a, a lot of people that were like, yeah, no, this is not going to be close. LSU is going to win. It was this girl named, I think her last name is Carson, but she was cooking, had like 20 plus points on the bench, bro, off the bench. She was just knocking shit down, bro. They was hooping. Angel Reese cooked, but like, I don't think Angel Reese was the steal, was the walkaway performance from LSU. I don't think so either. I think, I think for a, the tournament, yeah, but definitely that game, that, that shorty that was on the bench was lights out. She was a, she was a difference maker. There's nothing that they can do. And Caitlin Clark was lights out. The best player on the court. 100%. 100%. I just knew she was going to – I knew Angel Reese was going to talk shit. I knew she was going to talk shit. She's a shit talker. That's like Draymond Green going nah. somewhere and talking shit and y'all saying, wow, he's classless. Nah, like that's just Draymond that's Green. We like, knew he was going to do that. You're not going to say Dylan Brooks is classless now. You're just going to say, oh, that's Dylan Brooks. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. You know what you saw? A lot of motherfuckers that just simply don't watch women's sports, but they're now making a comment now. That's what I'm saying. If you watched women's basketball, you would know. The same way y'all know about Caitlin Clark because you've been paying attention the last three weeks because you don't watch women's sports. And you, like you said, y'all wasn't paying attention to LSU. You didn't know that LSU only lost two games this year. Like, them girls was not really, them girls was like, we're going to, you're not going to guard us like that. Like, we're different. Nah, yeah, and we was, know the world is looking at you, but like it's the same thing, bro. We seen Tom Brady smash a thousand Windows tablets, and what they say, he's he's pissed off, he's passionate. Let Lamar get over there and slam one. Oh yeah, now nah, he's tough. We seen when Odell hit the net. They made him troublesome. Come on, bro, it's a thousand examples. Not gonna bleed that. Shout out to the LSU ladies. Um, it's dope to see, you know. Them with everybody. I think Kate, Angel Reese was just with Saweetie. She was with Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. I like seeing I'm her with I'm glad to ja see that the celebrities in the culture are embracing these girls. I like seeing her with Ja Morant just because I know that pissed a lot of people off. Oh, yeah. Look, look, two thugs, two thugs. <laughs> I know that's what we were saying. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Um, but did you want to – we started talking about Abbott Elementary. And I know you wanted to talk about Kington Brunson. And now I kind of feel kind of bad, you know? Nah, go ahead. Nah, I kind of feel kind of bad <laughs> in a way. But I did want to talk about King to Brunson because she hosted SNL. And some of the comments that she had about her hit show, Abbott and Elementary, went viral. And I did want to speak on that. So I'm going to have y'all check it out. I just created my own TV show, made sure it became really popular, won a bunch of Emmys, and then got asked to host. Ooh. And- Ooh. 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 Show called Abbott Elementary. Wow. And it's kind of unique. It's a streaming show. It's not a streaming show. Sorry, I know you guys get confused about that. It's a network sitcom, like, say, Friends, except instead of being about a group of friends, it's about a group of teachers. And instead of New York, it's in Philadelphia. And instead of not having black people, it does. So. <laughs> I grew up All in Philadelphia. Right. Okay, and I know you. Ha- yeah, come on. Go, come on, Terrence. We know what he's going to say. 
We know what he's got for us. Go ahead. She just said, and I'm going to just slide it back just a second. Listen to what she says. Listen to what she says right here, y'all. Dreaming about this since I was a kid. SNL back in the day, um, but the audition process seemed long, so instead, I just created my own TV show, made sure it became really popular, won a bunch of Emmys, and then got asked to host. That is it. That's it. Black people, if you're watching this, please, for the love of God, when you win anything, when you have any level of success, that's it. Do that? No. That is it. You just said you dreamt of this when you were a kid. The audition process for SNL was hmm, long. Yeah, no shit. Because you got to be a celebrity to get on SNL. Not a celebrity, but. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you, you got to put the work in. You got to put the work in. You know well, what she I mean? did. She will. Yeah. Especially when you think about her path. Mm -hmm. You didn't get on as, a, as the add-on. You said you made a hit show, won some Emmys. It was great. And now you're hosting. That's success. Like, wow, you're successful. Wow. So, hold on, wait. Do you have an issue with that, or do you like the fact no. that she said that? All I'm saying is that is it. That's all you need to say, King to Brunson, and we moving the fuck on. There is absolutely no reason for you to acknowledge the fact that you're black. None. None. There was absolutely zero reason for you to point out the color of your skin. Feel me? I want y'all to think about this. What if there's a white girl up there? She said, you know. Terrence, you can't compare anything white to black. I'm sorry. I hate when people do this. You Make a different point. Terrell does hate when people do this, but this is exactly. It's not the same. This is exactly it's a very different path. This is exactly Sometimes you do have to mention that because of fucking dis discrimination. This is exactly so watch your mouth. This Go ahead. This is exactly why you do it. Don't use that example. Use something else. Let's say everything, everywhere, all at once gets on stage and they say, yo, I'm so happy to be here. This is such a great movie. You know, I've always wanted to be a filmmaker when I was young. Made a movie. Everyone loved it. And now I'm hosting SNL. Yeah, everybody's clapping. And then they say, you know, and it's a great movie. It's about this so-and-so. It's about this, you know, and then it actually had Asians in it. You'd be like, okay, now you're getting a community clap. You know? Yeah. What we're not going to do is the bullshit like we all. I'm good? You can hear me? Testing one, two? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. What mm -hmm. we're not going to do is the bullshit like we all give a fuck. We're not. The white people in this audience that heard her say it was black people in it gave her a community clap. They are not happy for you. They are not. And we're not going to sit here and act like it. Because I'm not happy for you. I'm happy for you, but that really means nothing. I'm happy for you. I just it don't. really doesn't mean shit. I'm sorry, Terrell. All I'm going to say is, and go ahead and respond. I'm going to let you respond. Go ahead. No, you got it. I'm, you got it. I don't think friends needed. I, I, I didn't like it because I don't think friends needed black folks. I think it was what it was. We have our own friends. We have Living Single, which was the original friends. We, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was just a, I don't think it was a good We job. have so many TV shows that we've never needed friends. We never needed friends. We never even compared our shows to friends. Friends is a ripoff of a living single of our show. It literally is. It's a great, but, but that's my thing. Friends is a good show. 
It's it's we have our own though. Right. I would have rather you got up there and say I made a show that's kind of like The Office, but with black people, because then at least you would have been a little bit more realistic, because that's what you did. Right. You didn't make a show like Friends. You just made The Office 2023 black. And we all love The Office so much that we bought fucking Peacock. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, like, you are a breath of fresh air. I'm not taking no no success away from you. But, like, bringing up Friends and the fact that you're black are the two reasons that literally have really nothing to do with your success. You're successful because your show is great. You're successful because you... Of, of the momentum your show picked up. You're successful because of the characters and, and uh, the, the things you do. I can name a, a big-ass list. And I'm sure you can, too. By the time we get to the fact that you're black, I have named so many things they would have been playing the music by now. Get the fuck off of the stage. This shit is starting to irritate me, Terrell. You know why? This shit is keeping us low. Y'all don't get it. Hey, guys, guess what? I Hey, guess what? I made the first spaceship that was able to fly to Saturn. Yeah, and look, everybody starts clapping. Oh, yeah, man. It was great, man. You know, I'm an engineer. I was in a class full of people, and I was the only black guy. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Terrence, but hold on, wait, though. Who gives a fuck? Let me play devil's advocate. Because guess what that statement just did? I just let you know that black people ain't even supposed to be able to do this. Now, let me play devil's advocate. The fact that I said I'm the first black means we not even built for this. Now, what if you really are, though? If I am, then why I'm not acting like it? What do you mean? What if you are the first? Because I don't like people, because this is my thing. There was people that say they should, you should take, they, they, we should take race out of the conversation with the Caitlin Clark situation. Because people, you can't, because when people come out and say, well, I don't think it was a black man. I don't think it was, you don't want to be a Todd Bowles ass nigga. But they ask you, yo, you the first, you the, you're one of two. Because I want to ask you this, because you say that about her on the stage. They asked Todd Bowles, um, wide-hipped ass. They asked him, you know how that? did it feel for you and Mike Tomlin to be the only two black head coaches in the NFL? And he had the opportunity to speak to the fact that the league is 75% black and there's only two coaches. Me and Mike Tomlin. But instead, when they asked him, he said, oh, we don't play the game for that. We, we, we don't look at race. We don't look at color. We, we just coach the game. Fuck that. I think fuck so that. So how too. do you, but you see, you see where your line can get a little blurry? I'll tell you because the Because you're saying we shouldn't say that. Nah, I'll tell you the difference. In this state. Nah, the difference between the two is they asked you about your race. They asked you, what do you think about being the only black man to come from Maryland to build a spaceship? I can say, you know, it was crazy going to school. I was the only black kid in class. And sometimes it made me discouraged because I didn't see people that looked like me. But it was really all about my information. And I just mm-hmm. kind of realized that once I had the information, it really wasn't about my skin color. It was about, think about that. Yeah. That's different than me being awarded. And I have to bring up the fact that, because I'm telling you, we bring it up because it's like, we be proud to be a part of the first line of shit because that's what we've so you we've been so used to being the first to do shit that they've been doing. You know, they if you think about it, they do not have a have a culture of even wanting to be the first. A lot of us thought we was gonna grow up and be the first black president. You mm-hmm. ever think about that? Yeah. You ever think about the fact that they don't have that goal? I don't have a goal to be the first of my 
race. I might have a goal to be the first of my name. That that means I'm moving different. That means whatever my name did or my name is doing, that's what I'm really more mm -hmm. worried about. Now, you're right because I do think it takes away from the person that looks up to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I'm, if when Denzel won the award for best actor, he didn't get up there and say, I'm the second black dude to win this, right? I think they said on the little thing. Yeah. Right, but he got up there and said, Sydney, you know, he gave flowers to Sydney Portier. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm walking in your footsteps, whatever. That was dope. And I think that was inspiring, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For people that were young black actors that, you know what, I'm about to get on that stage next. Yeah. And I think when you make something so much about, oh my God, I'm the first black woman to do this or the first black man to do this. It becomes more, even more rare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even harder to picture you doing. It almost seems like you got lucky. Like you hit the fucking lotto or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it becomes a little prob problematic. And that's why I think some of these jokes are misplaced. Yeah. It's like, all right, y'all. And even with, yeah, the early, even with the early days of people like Halle Berry, Denzel Washington, Sidney Poitier, Cuba Gooding Jr., Forrest Whitaker, Morris, uh, Morgan Freeman, Jennifer Hudson, Jamie Foxx. All of these people who really did break ceilings, I, n I don't have a problem looking at them talk about the ceilings that they broke. But at this point, we got to stop doing things like getting on a stage and saying, yeah, I made a show, but instead of like being friends, like I put black people in it. No, you did not. You made a fucking show. <laughs> there were shows that did that already. There were Living Single, Friends, 101, Moesha. We can name a bunch of shows that came before your shit. Just get on the fucking stage. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I get pissed off because we always got to try to act like we was the first to do some shit black. But she no, wasn't. bro. She wasn't. Even if you didn't, you're getting the smoke you should be getting. Even if that's not what you meant. I don't think her show is like Friends at all. It's nothing like Friends. So we that's why we saying, Kinta, we love you, baby girl. But why would you say that bullshit? Watch him out. Her, her show is more like The Office, Parks and Rec. It is like The Office. But with black. But Maybe with she black. meant to say that. Nah, Friends is the success point. You know? So and The I Office feel like has Stanley, so I guess that... One too many niggas for you to mention. Or maybe The Office is just going to hit too close to home. Who was because the black dude in the office that went to jail? Terrell, no, my Abbott Elementary opinion is shifted. Terrence Terrell, no, I like Abbott Elementary, but I'm too... I was an office fan before him and my sister. I was an office fan first. They know I love the office. So much to the point that when they started fucking with the office, I'm like, damn, okay, bet y'all fuck with the office? But it's my thing. I love it so much. It's kind of hard for me to watch. You didn't like Parks and Rec because of that. You weren't a Leslie Nope fan. I tried to get into Parks and Rec, but, like, I just felt like y'all are doing the office thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Even with Abbott Elementary, like, the, the Michael Scott of the show, the principal. Ah! <laughs> you know? I, I can watch it. It's enjoyable. I'm not a hater of the show at all. I love the show and the success that it is. But, like, I personally don't look at it like you did this ground. You're not, like, I'm telling you, like, even with Issa Rae. There was when, when, when Insecure went off, people was like, Issa did something that's never been done before. Hold up. Hold up. This our problem. We throw legend on anything participation, and that's the bad thing. 
Just because you participated, Cheryl Lee, for 25 years, you're still here. Legend. Hold up. She's a legend. Are they going to look at... <laughs> you said paying for Martin's is not a legend. She is. They love her over and where they love her at, Tans. She could be a legend over there. They only got one channel. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm going to be... It's my... It is my group of individuals that are going to move the, the, the community forward. The film community. Black, the black film community. Y'all better pray I live to see 50. If I can see 50, we'd be straight. At least. Give me, give me until 50, and I'm going to really put my foot in this. In, in a, in a, I'm going to really put my foot in. Bubble gum, bubble gum, in a dish. How, How many, many pieces? pieces do you wish? Uh-huh. That shit ain't landing on me. I ain't going, my foot ain't going to be out. <laughs> I will be the last foot in. I get what you're saying. I would be. I would love to see what they what you would say when you win your award. Because you're gonna look real. You can think you're looking like you look. You know now, what I'm gonna say gonna when I get like up Todd there? Bowles. I'm gonna get up this and do this to Ray. I'm gonna say this for all the brothers up north. Getting full on that Jack Mac. <laughs> First smack back. We got a nigga in the back smack. And you, you gonna, gonna love, love it. it? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. That loaded Lux line at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm getting on stage with the energy. Do you have a movie suggestion of the week? Wow, we're at the end of the podcast? Yes, we are. Unless you had something. Else. Oh, you know what? You had a couple course of action. I mean, I did. I have a, I have a no, ton. No, we can run. Like, we got some time. We can run. I, was, I, I literally was looking at my list, thought about your list, and said, okay, yeah. I do want to talk about this. We're going to talk about this one last thing before we get to... The course of action shit. Uh, Terrell signed up for Twitter Blue. <laughs> Terrell signed up for Twitter Blue and Meta Instagram verified. verified. And he is now verified on both with the verified check. We're not going to talk about this on some tech corner shit. But y'all, the verified checks are out there on Twitter and they're out there on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And we're now in a world now where that verified check has completely changed when it comes to value. So that's one thing I really wanted to talk to you about for you. Being that, being that you have it, how have you, how have you felt seeing all of the other verified uh, checks on Twitter and Instagram? Because all I wanted to say was, mm -hmm. like, I think the value for it is completely gone now. Which the, isn't a problem, but... Well, before it was only a... You had to be a celebrity... To get it. Yeah. Right? And I think now, I wouldn't say the value is gone. I would say the, damn, what's the S word I'm looking at? The secret, not secrecy. Scarcity. The, the scarcity or the, the, no, what do you call it, Terrence? Where it's like only a secrete amount, only a, the exclusivity. Exclusivity. The exclusivity of it is is gone. Shout out to whoever had that. I know somebody was like, Terrence, exclusivity. Terrence, exclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> the exclusivity of it is gone, but I think if you, this is what, this is what my, my message would be, and this is why I have it. I have at least three or four TikToks that are making clips of this podcast. Shout out to all y'all, plugs, whoever, and there's um, Mallory Bros. Dot Nine, there's the Knife Plug, there. Shout out to, shout out to all of y'all. But when you have so much, you gotta have a, a landing spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We operate as a business. And so, number one, 
It's a tax write-off. I'm not really paying for this shit. People that just pay for it, just, you know, because they want to get about the, your, uh, you talking I'm about talking you're going to write off your Twitter blue and stuff on taxes. Oh, I'm 100% writing off Twitter blue and uh, in Instagram. But that's not the only reason why I got it. That's a benefit of it for me. But it gives you extra support. And the it gives you a little... If they're going to start doing things where, like, you see how Elon be talking, mm-hmm. right? That $11 a month is... Is, I'm not even going to think about that. I, I, and look, I'm not trying to get you to sell but, us on the no, benefits look, of it. What I was going to say is, I think for people that have a clothing line or you have a business, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, you should definitely get verified because if people try to reach out to you, it's just better for you. It is 100% worth it, especially if you're a content creator or somebody that owns, if you own... Nisi's marshmallows and your Nisi and this is your main page, you should be verified because if I'm Target and I want to pick your marshmallows up, put them in aisle 827, I want to know I can talk to you and it's not no bullshit. It makes brands more confident in contacting you. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of business benefits. We got to stop looking at Instagram because the people that have an issue with regular people getting verified checks, they're the people that are thinking about Instagram and Twitter. Five, six, seven, eight years ago, before people looked at Twitter as a and Instagram as businesses. That's why we're moving the way we move. And if you can't afford to do it, or if you don't really want to give up the money, you don't have to. Like you see, Bron said, "I guess I'm not about to have a check." Bron don't don't need, don't need it. He don't need he it. He doesn't need it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Ex- so but you're right. You're a regular nigga. You agreeing with Bron? He already five hundred million up. He never needed the check. They gave him the check. So there's two ways to look at it. Some yeah. of it is kind of head ass, especially on Twitter, when you could just be anybody and you just gotta check, cause whatever. But I mean, if you are, if you got a business or if you're a content creator, I think you should do it. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say, I think you I think you killed it just then. But um, also, it's one of them situations where the verified checks value is now completely flipped. It yep. used to be if you was verified, then it was looked at as I'm sorry. It used to be if you was verified, you had the blue check. But now with everybody having a blue check, the blue check turned into a ver- from verification to just simply who's paying for the app. Yep. Really. Now when you look at the blue check, you don't even think, oh, this is just because it's the real. Mm-hmm. Or you don't think this is somebody famous. I guess you would think like what you're saying. This is the real version of whoever this is, but like they just but that's only certified on, themselves. That's only on Instagram. Twitter blue can still be anybody. Twitter blue is different. So I get that. Yeah. I only got Twitter Blue too because of that exact same thing. I do a lot of typos. It's a lot. I want to get the extra features, and I said, "Fuck it. If I'm gonna get the ver- verified on one side, I'm gonna do another." I think this only thing I wanted to say about the the blue check situation, y'all. I'm glad Terrell got that off because all I wanted to say was that this is a very clear cut example of how we place value on exclusivity and scarcity. Mm-hmm. Like before. Everybody wanted. Everybody knew what the blue check meant. The blue check meant that you were somebody of value. Everybody also knew that you didn't sign up for it. Yep. You had to be chosen. We're kind of like them aliens in the in the little Toy Story. You know the little joint that they looked up and they were like the claw, and they were like, "Hold up, bruh. You don't. You get chosen. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's how we looked at the verified check. Yeah." But now, there is no claw. Like, there is no, we don't look up to it anymore. Now, it's just like, oh, whatever. Anybody, like, if I knew I can just say, pick me, and he'll pick me, I wouldn't respect it. 
Now I could pay to get paid. Yeah, so my thing is this. Now the landscape of social media is going to change, bro. You about to see it. Mm -hmm. We just now seeing what it's like to be out here and not visually look at the check and say, okay, this means this about this person. Mm -hmm. So low key, this could change the way that we look at value on social media. Yeah. Because remember they thought taking the number of people away was going to work. Remember they said, just don't show how many people like the picture. Just show likes. That didn't mm -hmm. work. Or don't show the follower count. That doesn't work. But now letting everybody be verified. Now when you see people, you don't know if it's value or money, but either way, who cares? And now, ah, I see kind of how it might. And they made $600 million in the first week of MetaVerify Meta going, going live. Damn. And I saw a rumor that, uh, and this is just a rumor. Um, I saw a rumor that Twitter could go to read only for everybody that's not paying for Twitter Blue. Well, you'll only be able to read, so you can and only I think tweet that with Twitter Blue. You that's could, crazy. Only, yeah, which would be ridiculous. Now, but this is what this is my. He would get his money. This is the thing that people need to get. Everything that you do right now for free on these big ass platforms is going to get harder for you to do it for free mm -hmm. because Instagram. everybody. YouTube, you're watching a thousand ads. They said that there's 40% more ads for people that don't have YouTube red. Mm -hmm. I watched this video literally the other day where this dude was like, I am not paying for it, and it is ridiculous, whatever. But it's like, if you don't pay for YouTube red, they're pushing even more ads to those, to those users because they want you to get YouTube red. They're going to make it tough. Mm -hmm. I feel sorry for the people that watch this podcast. I feel bad for people because the, 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 the bad thing is like you're going to, I mean, they're going to take advantage of where you took a break. You know how people were like, mm -hmm. look, I'm not getting fucking cable. Fuck cable. I'll just fucking watch YouTube. That's the same person that'll be like, I'm not paying for fucking YouTube. Right? Well, look, were you complaining about the commercials when you paid for cable? Did you say, you know what? I'm not paying for this because I, I got to watch fucking commercials. No. Mm -hmm. But now you'll complain about watching two 30 second ads. When you would have watched four of them bitches in the middle of your show. But now. Yeah. But now they're going to make you watch all of these ads until you get it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Twitter and Instagram. It's like you could take a break. You can take a break from it. Look, you saved money with cable. But now you're starting to see that where you were saving money, they starting to now want the money. And then look. So now you got to find another way to save, I guess. If you're a legacy verified account, then you get a certain level of uh, support. But you don't get all of the benefits of the people that are paying for the meta verified. They don't give a fuck if you was already a celebrity. You're not paying us. That's how they starting to look at this shit. All right, let's move on. <laughs> you need to get it. I've been, trust me, I've been thinking about it. It's been on my list. You need to do it. I can't just do it and you not do it. Too much, I got too much shit going on, to, to, to be honest. Took me two minutes to set it up. Well, you know what I mean. Um, all right, bet movie suggestion of the week. Um, you got one or you want me to go first? Of course I have a movie suggestion of the week. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be a movie called Vantage Point. I don't know if... Great ass movie. I don't know where, I don't know what streaming service it is on. I got you. But that movie is literally one of my favorite movies ever. It's a movie that is, it's basically something happens with like the president of the United States at this place and... Vantage Point is about everybody's different perspective. I mean, like, I want you to imagine 
this building just blew up, right? And the movie started with my whole entire journey to get here, right? Then right when the building blows up, everything starts rewinding, it starts going back, and then it starts Terrell's day. Uh-huh. And then Terrell gets here, and the building blows up. Then once the building blows up, it rewinds, and then it goes to, no, some random dude up here, oh. right? Mm-hmm. And then he walks past the building, and when this blows up, he get blown up out there. We didn't even know he, we didn't know he got blown up. Then it rewinds him. And it goes to the, the nigga downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and it blew up above him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is Vantage Point in a nutshell. I fucking love that movie. Forrest Whitaker deserved an Oscar for that movie. I'm sorry. He That's did. He killed it. Forrest Whitaker will steal your heart in that movie. He you will re-watched steal it. your heart. No, I just love that movie. Okay, yeah. For- it's on Apple TV. It's and- on Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. This TV is fucked. This one here. Why? I don't know. That don't, don't let, don't, it don't let me watch Apple TV Plus. You need to get rid of it. That TV need to go up there somewhere. You guys got to real talk? Then you need to get rid of it. A TV? <laughs> Please. That's a problem with black folks. Yeah, now. I'm going to say he on the black. side of TVs. Hey, look. My movie suggestion of the week is a film that I'm going to see on Tuesday called Air, directed by uh, Ben Affleck and lensed by Robert Richardson. I don't know if, if, if anybody is familiar with Robert Richardson's work. He did a lot of work with Tarantino. Um, but it's the movie that literally um, premiered at 99% Rotten Tomatoes instead of 95%. I have no idea what it's about. They are just saying that this joint, they said Angela Bass. Not, I'm so wow. Legend. They said Viola Davis gives Angela a, a legend. They said Viola Davis gave a, I forget who they compared her performance to. But they said she gave like a Marlon Brando level performance really? in this movie. And so it's Ben Affleck, my, Matt Damon, Viola Davis. I'm not too sure oh, what it's about, to be completely honest, but it came Michael out. Michael Jordan, right? And Nike. I believe, yes, yeah. that's what it is. It's about Michael Jordan and Nike. It's about Michael Jordan. And Viola Davis plays Michael Jordan's mom. mom. Yeah. It's about him signing the Nike deal. That's what it is. Oh, dope. I had no idea that this is what that was about. We said we wasn't going to watch the trailer. We were just going to go to the movies and see what it was about. So you ruined it. Thanks. But they said this movie might be up for Oscar gold. Um, I'm going to see it on Tuesday. Ben Affleck being on some... You know, Ben Affleck always looks unhappy. He always sitting there looking unhappy. But let me tell you, when he gets behind... When he sits in that director's chair... He's a different beast. He does good things. That's all I'm going to say. And he's directing, right? He's directing, yes. Act like you haven't seen. Act like you don't know. I know. Okay. Trust me. I'm not sleeping on that guy at all. That guy's a, yeah, he's a great guy. Everybody got shit to say about him and his love life. But for real, for real, I was like, yo, when it comes to cinema, movie shit, let's just kind of keep him out of it. Because for real, for real. You know how your girl trying to talk shit about people like, Kevin Durant, such a fucking asshole. He did my girlfriend dirty. Look. Fucking piece of trash. Look, you can say all of that shit if you want, but as soon as you start saying, and like, is he even good anymore? You're like, hold up. Yeah. He's still, he's KD. Still, I know your average. friend is important to you, but you know, your girl getting in her bag. <laughs> She's important, but fuck her. This is KD. Nah, Ben Affleck, when he directs, you get Argo. You get the town. Nah. So, he's I'm decorated. excited for it. But yeah, man, I think that's going to wrap it up for... Two, damn, two, 146. 146, that's crazy. I didn't even say 146. 
And I guess we're not doing no course of act. That's cray. Damn, no, nah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We were supposed to do that before we did the movie suggestion. No, we wasn't. Movie suggestion used to be the little midpoint. All right, go ahead. Let's get it. Terrell used to be a very big retail guy, you know? He's a retail guy. He was a big boss, man. He used to tuck his shirt in. He used to put his name tag on, iron his shit in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. He was the nigga what that- you supposed to do. He was the guy when you walked in the store and he helped you. You said, this motherfucker going to be the next boss up in here. You know when you say that about whoever's helping you, you know he helping you, helping you, helping you. <laughs> so Terrell was that. He was the boss. So I said, you know what? I'm going to think of some course of actions that, you know, might have something to do with that because your boy here, I didn't give a damn about Terrence was the worst. certain things, but I was still a good employee. I think people who work with me would be like, nah, he was a good employee. Y'all just thought I was good. Y'all thought that I was legit. But guess what? I did what I had to do. Control your image. You niggas show up late. You got your fucking fruit roll up. You got your 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 coffee and shit. And then you you mad that niggas saying, "Oh yeah, we know we know Byron. Byron always late. Yeah, Byron late. Yeah, he's a late ass again. Byron, you have control over your image. Anyway, some of these course of actions are gonna challenge me and Terrell in our beliefs. You know? And, okay. I, and, I, and I really only have two. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with this one. You notice that you didn't clock out last week. And shout out to my people that's getting it on the clock right now. Turn up. We getting this money. Who's next? Next in line. Next in line. <laughs> but everybody listening to this, you notice on your check that you didn't clock out last week and you have an extra eight hours of money. And guess what? That money's already been deposited into your bank account. You already bought Chick-fil-A for breakfast this morning and dropped the baby off. You done already spent a little bit of that change. And you got eight extra hours on that bad boy, right? Mm-hmm. So, eight extra hours, let's just say that was an extra $300 on your check, right? Mm-hmm. What's the next quarter of action? I was... Do you put a question mark where God put a period? <laughs> and that's just somebody. I, I trust my head out all the time. It's funny but as like, shit. Do um, you do that? Or do you, Terrell, Mr. Responsible Employee, what's the next move? Because I'm thinking, look, I just got a free $300. If that's one of my employees, then it's not. I, I mean, I'm one of your employees. I just got a free 300 And I'm looking at you. Did you do it, if you didn't do it maliciously, if you just forgot, like you said, you said you forgot to clock out. That's different than not clocking out on purpose to steal hours. Okay. But I also noticed that I see $300 here. That's fine. You're good. My issue is going to be for the motherfucker that didn't do my timesheet exception. Because that's going to show up as an exception. And if that exception made it to payday, then that, then you got a different issue. Let's so you say it's fine. That I got an extra $300 on my check. If you genuinely forgot to clock out. Yeah. Then yeah. Then it's fine. It's not, it's not, you're not the issue. I'm not the issue. Somebody was supposed to tell you, hey. Somebody was supposed to tell me to clock out. No, somebody was to say, supposed to come to you, a leader, and say, yo, you forgot to clock out on Friday? What time did you leave? And then give you corrective action to say, hey, you need to make sure you clocking out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, somebody was supposed to catch me. 
catch the, the time sheet before it 100%. went out. Y'all gotta remember. Oh, you're right. That's not my mistake. That's not your mistake. Now, <laughs> see, I see where Terrell coming from. I'm, I'm talking like the nigga that's on the floor. <laughs> what you talking about? No, nah, that's oh, somebody's right. job to validate that. Somebody's job to validate that before I get my money. So yeah, as a, so if I me, get my you're money, not my problem. I'm looking. Hey, well, I'm I might come to you after getting in their ass and ask you, hey, hey, heard you got a little extra money, player. What you what you buying? All right, Terrell, smoke this one. We moving on, cause he's right. now. If you stealing time on purpose, like I like you like I like. Yeah, like I, I I I left at eight, but I put I leave at nine all week. But oh, I'll be leaving you, at eight. You're done. You're not. You up out of this. You're done. And I'm gonna catch you in a lie. Cause I'm already had looked at the tape, and watched your black ass walk out at eight. Mm-hmm. We can see you <laughs> thinking when you on your time sheet. Oh, fuck it. Put a nine. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> now you're not clocking at any time. All right, look. Uh, it's jazz night. And you actually happen to be a big jazz. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't know why I'm laughing at, it, at you calling, but I don't know. That's funny. That's funny? <laughs> big jazz. <laughs> this nigga's got what? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. And I, want, and I try to start one a certain way. <laughs> it's jazz night. And damn. I don't know. It's jazz night and what? It, Shout out and to you real. are a big jazz. <laughs> it's jazz night. And you have the opportunity to get some jazz tickets. And you are a huge jazz fan. Like music jazz? It could be basketball jazz or music jazz, whatever. Right, you have the opportunity to get some tickets that you've been waiting for for a long time, y'all. And a jazz, uh, and a jazz event that you're going to is going to be on Friday, right? You enter a raffle. To see if you can get tickets for Friday night. Y'all should know where this is going. But you don't know if you won yet. So you go to work. You work in your, your, your shift. And here comes Brad. And Brad says, bro, you trying to take my shift, bro? You trying to take my shift? Because what would be perfect, I said, I know that you're working Friday. Or I'm working Friday. Or you are Friday. So I'm working. So if we switch, then you know what I'm saying? That'll give you this many days off. Look, you mm -hmm. say... Oh, all right, bet. Yeah, because that give me two days off in a row. I can, yeah, all right, bet. Give me that. But you're not thinking about the jazz concert. Because, look, you don't even know if you're going yet. You don't know if you uh -huh. want to rival, the, the raffle. Oh, yeah, Brad, we good. We can switch. Yeah, go ahead and tell him lock it in. And, look, you see Brad from afar. Brad's like, hey, bro. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we good. Woo, yeah. Your phone ring. Yeah, we good. You look at your phone. You just got the tickets for the raffle. For the jazz concert on Friday night. Now you picked up a shift. Hold on, wait. Let me make it a little bit more. Let me spice it up a little bit more. <laughs> Let's say you don't get that. Come on, Terrell. Now you see hold on, now manufacturing course. No, 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 no. Hold on, wait. Just say your course. Go ahead. I got you because this is going to make it better. He's, you're picking up, he's picking up your Wednesday shift for my Friday. For your Friday. So yeah. let's say you don't get that text until Thursday morning. He worked your shift. He worked already. <laughs> he worked your shift oh, yesterday. Shit. What the fuck you gonna do? It's nothing you can do. You can't go to that course concert. of action. Course of action. You can't go to the concert unless you find somebody to cover his shift. He took care of you already. That's fucked up. You doing on you? <laughs> he made good on you. Now, if you manage to get your, if you get them tickets before Wednesday, then you can hit him and be like, "Bro, I can't pick up your shift. I'm working my shift tomorrow. Do not show up. I have something to do Friday." And he got to figure it out. 
And a crazy thing is it is such a risk trying to get that shift covered because you are the coverage. So you mm-hmm. either got to show up or there's no, there's no coverage. That's why I said, damn, uh-huh. you get somebody to try to cover your shift, you better hope they go in because the last thing you wanted to be at the concert this nigga, this nigga hit you off the, why are they calling me, bro? They saying nobody's there. <laughs> what? See, that's where I come in. See, you gave me this course of action right here. Was he? One employee says they're going to work, right? Yeah. Let's say y'all do switch. He works your Wednesday, right? So here come Friday, he's working again. You going to hear from me on Saturday when I realized this motherfucker got overtime. And you say, oh, well, he was supposed to pick, he picked up my shift and I was supposed to work with him on Friday, but... He just worked anyway for me, still. And I'm like, do you know this motherfucker got 48 hours this week? Oh, I didn't know. Now I'm writing both of y'all ass up. Because y'all doing shit willy-nilly without me. <laughs> nah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Terrell is a king of this retail shit. I'm not doing it anymore. We switching up for the last course of action. This is the last one. This is a very good one. I'm sorry. This is a really good one right here. <laughs> this is a good one, Terrell. All right. <laughs> Your wedding day. You're getting married. You stand up there at the altar, right? You're looking at your baby girl in the face, and you just said, as God loves us. <laughs> you just said the end of your, your vows, right? Well, I had to be that. Because <laughs> <laughs> this kind of the situation, whatever. But uh, you turn around, and your best man looks at you with a concerning look on his face, and he says, <laughs> don't do this. And then you turn back around. No context. He doesn't give you any reasoning, but you can tell something's off and he knows something he won't tell you. Do you still get married or do you listen to your best friend? I'm going to go through with the Who whole best sh- man. I'm going to go through with the whole shit. You're going to go through the whole shit? Okay, so I'm your best man. If you look me in my face, I look you at, in your face right when I'm giving you the ring. and Bro, you know me, bro. You know me. I got the real one on. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not no bullshit. I'm really like, bro, nah. <laughs> you know what I would do? You just got to act confused at this point. Hold on, wait, what was going on? You're going to have to tell me something. What was that? What was that? You're going to have to tell. I'm going to say, yo, give me a second type shit. <laughs> yo, yo, hold up, reverend type shit. Uh, you already got the audience like this. Because <sighs> he was supposed to be getting the ring. I would be pissed at you. <laughs> Come I on. would be pissed at you. <laughs> Go, Terrell. I would be pissed off that you let me even get this, this far, far through the day. Yeah. So now you better tell me what happened in three words. She cheated. She doing this. She did this. So before when I turn back around, I know what the fuck I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I would be pissed off at you. I'm keep but look, I might just let the whole day go through, especially if we ain't signed no real contracts mm-hmm. yet. And this is the look, the family wedding, because y'all know you don't really get married until you do the shit at the courthouse. Right. I'm going to tell you. Everything else is just for a show. He's right. He's right. He's right. I'm going to tell you this, too. It depends on who your best man is. Terrell's my best man. I'm not, I'm not lying to y'all. When I say if Terrell looked at me and said, don't do this, I'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. He's not going to say that for no reason. Yeah. So I, I, might, I might be like, I don't, I, I don't know. Oh, what's going on? Hold on. Wait, what, what happened? I, I would, would deadass be like, talk to me real quick. Uh-huh. But. The reason why I say it depends on who your best man is because, bro, there's some shitty situations out there mm-hmm. where your best man could be telling you don't do this because he thinks that's the love of his life and not yours. Feel me? Yeah. So you might want to do that because 
Think about that, you know? Don't do this. What if what if he was out at, with your girl last night type shit? Like, you, I know that wouldn't be the situation with me and Terrell. But some of y'all out there who might, it, it might be your man. I've heard some horrible. Yeah. I've heard some shit. That's so, a fact. Yeah, that was a My real goodness. one. Where I'm like, damn, I don't know what I would do. That make your bone with you. I've seen one on Twitter, on Twitter that said, what would you do if you come in your house, your cat stands up on his two back legs and said, no, they said you come in your house, you see your cat standing on his two back legs, Yeah. right, looking out the window. When you come in, you drop your keys, they turn around and drop back down and say, nobody will ever believe you. What would you do? <laughs> you do because terrence if you told me mimi spoke she spoke you know what i would say gotcha <laughs> dummy <laughs> dummy <laughs> dumbass i was recording your feline ass didn't know about technology did you just kibbles and bits sorry what else do you know oh, look i gotta roll with a balcony say something else say something else i got a family i got a family who else do you know oh look I it, might not do that. Like, I'm automatically going to violence. What if Mimi is a girl? What if she was chill? What if she had like a... Tess, what if I she had a voice like, uh... realize how freaked out you would be. You would be distraught. I would be freaked out until she had a voice like, what's the girl voice from her? Fit perfect. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Like, so now you're sexualizing our cat. Sexualizing the cat? I'm giving her a beautiful voice. He was attracted to the voice in her. I'm saying, what if she had a soothing, calming voice like that? And she was like, yo, Tans, chill. You, you was, yo, chill. Or like, what if she called me like that? Like, dad, chill. I'd be like, you think I'm your dad? That's nuts. I would fuck with it. This nigga's a sicko. And then look, I would be Dr. Do I would be Dr. Doolittle. I'm running with the secret. I'd be like, I bet. But you know what? In this house, we speak. So some things going to be changing around here. Me, me. Um, I don't hear you. <laughs> I don't need no regular cat no more. No, that would be crazy. People would meet me and I'd be like, shut your dumb ass up. Anyway, <laughs> who are you talking to? Fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas would be like, this motherfucker love his cat. He be talking to that motherfucker like it's a real human. <laughs> we don't know who already experienced this, Terrell. They probably just said fucking and running with the say secret. Shit. And now she walking over there to an empty bowl. You would be getting cursed out. You think your cat would look at you like you're her dad? You got cats fucked up with how they look at you. Nah, you right. She You're would. the motherfucker that filled this bowl up and give me rub downs. Right. She would be like, calm down. Calm down. You know? <laughs> right. Trying to facilitate. Look, her standing like this. I done already told your motherfucking ass a <laughs> couple the, times. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You got any more? Nah. We goofing off. Episode 146. We locked in. Turn up, man. Shout out to the Mally Bros Podcast. Hit the subscribe button and give yourself a chance to win the signed album by Kendrick Lamar yes to Pimp a Butterfly. Turn up, man. Shout out to y'all. It's going to be a random person. I might hit this person and they might not win. So your chances to win are high because. Shout out to the Aries, man. It's y'all season. 100. I'm in y'all season for a little while. Everybody stay safe. It's getting hot out. Next time.